<laughs> Hold on. Hi, everybody. Of course. Of course. That's, that's what happens when... Welcome to We Need Wrestling. When you get notifications that's on That's true. You're your popular guy. Uh, no, I'm really not. It's just an ad-free show on oh, okay. Patreon. Grill and JR, Hulk Hogan in the WWE. Hulk Hogan. Um, um, yeah, I won't listen to that. Uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Uh, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had, DJ, to, I had to offset this my noisy bitch over here. Blah, 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 blah. Hello, <laughs> I am a noisy bitch. What? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't fucking know. Do we ever know? We don't. How long have we been doing it? Did that? <laughs> Can't even Since talk. 2019. We're coming up on three years. The end of the summer. Three years. Three it's years. been three goddamn years. Right. Black eyes. <laughs> a doll's eyes. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, What's up, man? Not much, buddy. What's going on out here? This is weird. It smelled like iced tea and it's supposed to be lemonade. Yeah, that's the lemonade one. You've had that one before? No, I have this one all the time, but oh. I, I never really like had mm. my nose just hovering over the opening of the can. Mm. You're supposed to drink Monster, not snort it. Why not do both? That's true. Good point. Uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling. I think I already said that. Uh, we uh, Just in case you haven't, welcome to We Need Wrestling. Right. Uh, Damn, that's good. you're okay, pal. Good week, good times. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I've got. You want to share with the class? Uh, did I do anything? No, I don't know. I know what you did. Uh, know. I don't know. James Harden's taking less money to resign with the Sixers. Is he for sure? Or you just say that? No, they're meeting, they're meeting this weekend. Okay, they're, yeah, all he's right. gonna take less money. Okay, they signed PJ Tucker today. Okay, they signed Dan- Daniel House. They got enough room for KD. Possibilities. Okay, all right. They're probably not. Yeah. But whatever. How you, are, you, are, you think KD will do a sweetheart deal to win a championship in Philly? Uh, KD wants to immediately go. I saw the two teams he's interested in. They're like, oh, the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns. And I yeah. look and I go, oh, yeah, only the two teams that had the best records this right. year. Yeah. Yeah, clown. Yeah. Please come to Philly. <laughs> I'll be bought in a second like a little whore. Yeah. Let's go, KD. Okay. Bring it home. He'll go to Miami and him and Butler will be unstoppable. Cool, thanks. I thought KD was a real old guy. No, he's not that old. I thought he's he was like thirty three. Yeah, really? I yeah. thought he was like mega I thought he was like LeBron old. It's just because these guys have been playing for so long. Yeah. Like LeBron came right out of high school. Yeah. KD this was they put in the rule where you had to go to college. Okay. Where he and he was only in college for one year. Yeah. So that's what a lot of these guys okay. like. They came out and right. Right. imagine Kevin Durant wasn't the number one overall pick the year he got drafted. Who was Ryan Leaf? <laughs> no, it worse. His name was Greg Oden. Greg Oden. Yeah, he was a center for the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. Got drafted by the Point- Portland Trailblazers. Okay. His fucking knees exploded. Have the Trailblazers had a good player since yeah. Clyde, Clyde Drexler, Damian Lillard? Okay. Oh yeah, I heard that. I love name. Dame time. Okay. All right. Brandon Roy, he was fun for a little while before okay. his knees exploded. Right. Welcome to uh, we, Dude, listen, we NBA wrestling. I fucking love basketball. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love it. It's true. I miss uh, was it hoop, Hoops Chat or Hoops Talk. Yeah. I miss that podcast a lot. Mm. Uh, and then I was talking a bit to the Borski today about yeah. what's going on with the basketball world. Right. So I'm, I, I mean, free agency opened at 6 p.m., so I'm sure. real fired up. Listen, I, I mean, how I, are you? I'm good. I'm my just, basketball talk. I, no, I want to continue the basketball talk because I don't know if you saw, but I tweeted today. I put out my pitch to the Nets. since everybody's leaving because KD wants out. They, yeah. they re-signed Kyrie. Kyrie's like, I'm committed. We're going to do this. <laughs> KD said, that's cool. I'll catch you guys right. later. You and Ben Simmons can just have some fun. <laughs> uh... Remember when people were like, there's no way the 76ers win this trade? Yeah. 
Yeah. How'd, how'd that go? Uh, great. <laughs> but Ben Simmons didn't even play. But, uh, yeah, it's good. And the Brooklyn Nets don't have a first round pick till 2028. Nice. Well, I pitched how far? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, uh, I pitched online right at to the Nets. I tagged him. I don't care. I'm out there. Oh, good. Uh, how to re the team to rebuild around Kate, around Kyrie. Who would it be? It's real simple. This is Uncle Drew's team. You get preacher. I fucking knew it. You get hey, boots. Anything with basketball on you always goes right to Uncle Drew. <laughs> you get lights. <laughs> you get big fella. All right. All and you're right. good. Okay. You, listen, at this point, they're probably the only people willing to fucking play with them. Well, and that might even. Uh, yeah. That Shaq might not would even be kill true. him. Right. It yeah. is funny. The guy who's in that new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle, there was yeah. like the. The guy that sent around uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Okay. He got cut today. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. oh, a shame. I go, oh, real good. Does that dude that was in Uncle Drew still play? Uh, Yeah, that's um Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. from the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Shout, okay. Shout out Dwicky. Oh, all right. Cool. Hey, plays for the Nuggets. Yeah, I ain't got no beef with that dude. He's, in, he's Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew's like the funniest movie yeah. of the last 10 years. Uh, that's not true. Um, I mean, that's a stretch, but it, all right. It is really <laughs> It good, is though. funny. I, love, I enjoy it. Uh, one of my favorite things about Uncle Drew is that I went to see Uncle Drew by myself because everybody was like, this movie's going to stink. And yeah. I was like, no, Uncle Drew looks funny as shit. I'm going to see Uncle Drew. And everybody I know who's watched Uncle Drew since was like, oh, that movie's actually really Dude, funny. Dude, I've watched it like three times yeah, since. It's really and I'm funny. Like, it's hilarious. You can't get over, it, it, it's like a Roadhouse Uncle Drew double block on the USA Network all yeah, the time. Except I hate Kyrie Irving now. Well, it's Uncle Drew, though. It's different. Young, blo- <laughs> young right. blood. Young blood. Young blood. <laughs> Maybe he needs to watch a whole Drew to remember the ah, heart of the game. Get, a, get his mojo back. Right. Yeah. Remember what, what, it, what they're playing for. Instead of going to every franchise and ruining every <laughs> franchise he plays for. Welcome to We Need Uncle Drew. Oh. I would I would legit do. Dude, fucking same with Kevin Durant. Like, you go to the, like, listen. Right. I, I would love him in Philly, no doubt. They're just chasing championships. But, like, trying that's to all you do. Teams. And I think one of the things he got real pissy about was, yeah. like, he left Golden State. Mm-hmm. And three years later, they won a title without him. Uh, and I think that's like right. that hurt that hurt his feelings. Right. Like when LeBron leaves, at least like he leaves you with a championship. Sure. Like now Katie wants to leave Brooklyn and they're in shambles. Right. Shambles. Like just a fucking disaster. <sighs> All right. uh, I could go on for hours. So listen, I listen, you know I, I, I you know they exist, but like Star Wars Minute, now there's a whole like thing of minute podcast where they review you don't know what Star Wars do you know what Star Wars No, Minute I is? know what it is. I listen, me and Joe if, have had talks. I'll I'll yeah. do a Sixers podcast on a soon to be named. No, Network. that's not what I'm saying. Well, that's I'm, what I want. I'm saying that God like Star Wars Minute is a podcast where they review Star Wars minute by minute. It has it has birthed an entire genre of podcasting. I think there's like Godfather Minute, Die Hard Minute, where it's minute by minute. It's insane. I'll do Uncle Drew. <laughs> oh, Jesus Somebody Christ. wants to hop on, we'll do it over Skype. I'll do Uncle Drew minute by minute. I mean, I can get down with that. Uh, we'll review it is a hilarious what movie. is the greatest basketball film of the last five years. I don't know when did it come out. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Not, I didn't see the new Space Jam, so I wouldn't know. Not since Blue Chips. <laughs> I don't know why uh, it took me so long to pluralize that. Movie. You know, you, <laughs> Has there you been a should movie watch that, that new that the Sandler movie. I love basketball you should, movies. Yeah, I, you would like it. You Uncle Drew's it. why I started watching basketball again. Yeah. I saw Uncle Drew and I was like, oh shit, I love basketball. Yeah, and plus, like, it's in Philly. There's a bunch of Sixers in oh, this yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, it's in Philly. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Like, Tobias is in it. Thibel, okay. Seth Curry when he was still there. Oh, Max yeah. is in it. Okay. So, yeah, you'll, you'll Shake? enjoy it. Shake? Shake in it? I don't think Baby uh, Shake's there. Poor Shake. They no. did pick up Shake's option for next year. Did they? Year, Good. Though, yeah. so. Shake should be getting you points off the bench, and I don't know why he's not. You should hit him with a ruler in the knuckles every time he doesn't get you, like, That's, 12 yeah, off the bench. No, what they need to do, I beat him to choke him. Right. And then he plays good. Right. That's what happens every exactly. time. Uh, 
So professional wrestling, huh? <laughs> Listen, all we have is AEW to talk about this week. We got to pad this episode, or we can actually do a short episode and not bother you for two and a half hours. This you week. know what? I kind of like that option. Okay. Well, let's get into it then. We got yeah, some let's, wrestling. Let's rock with it. Uh, oh, but to answer your question before, because I, I ignored it to talk about the gush about Uncle Drew. Uh, I'm good, pal. Good. That's what I like to hear. Uh, That's what I need to hear. The week's been good. Good. Nice weather. Good. Uh, and uh, it's, been, it's been hot downtown. Right. I've been working on furthering my wrestling, my All Japan in the 90s DVD set project. Good. Uh, tried to rein it in, and that ain't happening. Try was like, I'm going to keep everything every year to four discs. 1992. Okay. Five or six discs. Yeah. Nothing I could do to help Not it. Not happening, bro. Uh, but now I have a second project in my brain that I'm going to do. Hmm, all That's right. similar, because I already have the matches, but it's going to be a much smaller set. Okay. Do you want to know what that is? Since yeah. What is it's, it? It's wrestling related. I'm going to do it. It's. I already got the name for it. It's going to be much smaller because this thing, my New Japan or all New Japan, all Japan in the '90s set is ninety to ninety nine with the two thousand bonus discs sure. until the Exodus. Uh, four to four to six discs a year. It's going to be forty to forty to sixty discs long. Brother, two hours each. It's going to be a lot of fucking. That's a wrestling. lot. The project after that, much more scaled down, but I already have the matches. Okay, is going to be titled Four Pillars five stars so you're doing each five star match involving the four pillars. it's gonna be a compilation of every five star okay. match involving any one of the four pillars i get down with that and you're gonna have a lot of intersecting yeah a lot of crossover right which is fine yeah that's that, that's fine yeah. you know whatever they had if it's if it's kobashi hansen that gets on there but if, yeah. of course all the kobashi misawas and sure, all that sure. stuff that gets on there and that way it's just the five star matches it's much smaller it's much more condensed it's still a lot of goddamn it's still matches. a lot of goddamn matches yeah and that because i think kobashi is the most five star matches ever by probably by fucking Meltzer. not that that matters yeah well. uh but i'm gonna do that and then i can you know eventually i'm looking to sort of put the put these out in the world and you know sell the digitally like i'm gonna Google Drive, or make a little box set that I can ship to people. Okay. Did you uh, clear it with Mark Pickering? And spread the love. I'm not making t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because remember, um, you can pick and choose what your outrage is over right. when it comes to that. So I have a ton of wrestling. I have a ton of shit I want to do like, do with this. But, like, you know, I see a lot of people out there selling shit. And, like, I get my stuff from IVP, and he's fucking awesome. I love IVP, uh, But I get some man. stuff other God, places, IVP's and I want to make some compilations. And I have the, I have that, like, huge Terry Funk career retrospective that's all sliced up so i've got to go in and edit those videos that's gonna be a by pain the way happy ass. birthday to the funker happy happy birthday terry funk uh absolutely 78 yeah 78 still, still kicking baby it's yeah. nobody else's birthday today only terry funks is it supposed to be somebody else's mm, birthday? cody's birthday oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter oh. you're right Fuck Terry Funk. Dusty Dusty should have planned better. Is it here, baby? Hold it in one more day. <laughs> Cross the knees, yeah, baby. Cross the legs, baby. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yes, so I, I, I'm working on that sort of stuff. Like and, that. and it's fun. It's just a fucking slow go. Yeah. Burning discs, burning disc images, all rendering, all that kind of shit. It takes a long fucking time. But I'm yeah. through 90, 91. No, I'm not. I'm through 90. I'm halfway through 91. Okay. But I'm already out of control. Well, I'm, I'm halfway through my Dean Malenko best of August nice. 96 to August 97 so Ooh, far. Very nice. Oh, mama. There's yeah. some burners on there. All right. I finally found the match where Mike today squeals on a gut wrench powerbomb. So. Uh, but yeah, so that's lots of wrestling in and around, even though this week we only really watched AEW because it was a big week. Yeah, it was. Um, but we do have some news. I, yeah, let's do that thing. Um, you go first. Yeah. AEW so news. I guess the only thing I have is that 
Uh, Alan Angels is finished up with the company for now. What yep. are you doing there? Killing them off. Oh, okay, because you did flew away. Yeah, I failed. All horribly. right, good. Yeah. I thought you got real upset over this for some no. reason. I, just, um, I can't. Alan Angels. <laughs> no, I got like a piece of his wing there, but well. You taught him. No, not um, really. He's going to be back. So, yeah, Alan Angels. Yes. Gone. Gone. From the company. Wrapped up. Wrapped uh, up. I guess I, he's going to be doing, like, contract wrapped up. They said he maybe do, like, a per, like, appearance I fee. thought he turned down the per appearance deal. Oh, he turned that, too? Yeah. Oh, well. So, like, interesting, like, lots of discourse online about, about what's yeah, what and how, yeah. how one company does it versus the other. Uh, lots of WWE bootlickers out there saying that WWE does it better because at least they make it a big deal and announce the year release. That's insane. Uh, WWE cuts you six months into a five-year deal and you're left on your fucking own and you can't get another job anywhere for 90 days. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan just, you know, you know your end, of your end date of your contract. I, I Listen, I'm not a pro wrestler. Uh, but I would assume if you're going to get a renewed contract, you enter negotiations before the contract is up. So you kind Absolutely. of have a, a good idea on whether or not you're getting what yeah, you signed. They come to you. If right. they want, you know, to renew your deal. Right. And, like, you know, Alan Angels was a good hand. He had that really good match with Kenny. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, he's 24. Yeah. Uh, that dude's hairline kicked his ass at 24 years old. I feel bad old. for that. <laughs> um, but, like... You know, he. I think he had the right attitude. You're saying he said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go see the fans. I'm gonna take every indie date I possibly yeah, can. Go get better. I'm gonna get better. And in two, three years, he'll get an offer from somebody. Yep. Make make a bigger name for yourself right. already. He, there's there's a chance that he could probably get an offer from NXT now just by saying, "Hey, I'm former AEW." Sure. You know, yeah. I don't think he wants to do that because he's very happy with his time in AEW. But get the experience, you know, become a bit of a star in the indie, see what you can do. Yeah, I mean, that was like the talk last week when um, talking about that Moxley podcast yeah. with Renee when you'd have brought up him going to New Japan for the mm-hmm. best of Super Juniors and Moxley, Regal, and Brian going, you go. You have to go. Yeah. Like, you need right. to go and you need to get more experience. Right. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, that's the same thing. Like, right. with, with a guy like this, you don't get a lot of reps. Right. You get a dark or dark elevation match, which is like five mm-hmm. minutes tops. Yeah. What are you re- what are you really learning? Right. Right. You can't read a book on pro wrestling theory and become a better pro wrestler. Yeah, it's you got you got to get bumps, you got to get reps. Yeah. And go wrestle people of different styles. That's what like Go to fucking New um, Japan. Right. Go, go right. be in the juniors over there. And that's like uh I was listening to Regal's podcast uh from like 2 weeks ago. Was it, about it the was, first NXT takeover? No, it was the first ask and answer okay. that he did. Yeah. And in that he's like, you know, it's really important to go work people of different styles. Sure. And he said, you know, I've never had a problem. People always say like, what's it like being the British style and having to work over here? Cuz I've never had a problem working with anybody. Yeah. He's like, but it's super important to learn different styles so that you can intermingle and take what you can and learn that kind of stuff. So, Alan Angels has a name, he can attach AEW to his name, former AEW yeah. Dark Order or Alan angels whatever that's it uh and get some bookings people want to come out and see him uh and he could you know it it, it, at the end of the day if he doesn't make a name for himself he doesn't make a name for himself but at least he'll become a better pro wrestler uh and and who knows what happens you know uh one of the things uh about this and like sort of a study in how wrestling works and how AEW is still really fucking new. I think people don't they're, realize that. They're like that. three years old. Right. So, like, because of how fast they came up, and, you know, like, when we were in line in Philly, and that one guy was like, oh, compared to the WWF, it's oh, so much bigger. Don't remind it's not. Me. But, you know, like, but they're they're still in their infancy, right? Sure. 
So there's still a lot of growing. There's still a lot of figuring out to do. I still, absolutely. And, you know, I, I've, I've harped on it on this show. Everybody talks about it. AEW Originals versus WWE Talent. People bringing in and out. And here's the thing with a guy like Alan Angels. He's a perfectly fine wrestler. He had a, he had a, a decent look. Uh, I think they should have kept the hood on him. But he, I agree with that. Yeah. He had a, not that he's not like not that he's like an ugly no, dude. I just it, it, he doesn't have a specific look that lets him stand out. Um, you know, but like he had that great match against Kenny. It was a good match. So if you list AEW's roster in a you know ranked order of who's important to TV and and the product, right? Allen Angels probably falls out of the whole roster. Uh, probably middle of the list, maybe below the middle bar, but not all the way on the bottom. I would think he would he'd be yeah. he'd be above like the Brandon Cutlers, you know. Sure, uh, Alan yeah. Angels was on Dynamites and Rampages, yeah. So like you know he's wrestled Kenny, even though it was on a dark. He or wrestled whatever it was. at uh, Danielson that one time, right? So like it's not you know not like he's only on dark. It's you know what I mean. But like he's he's like lower bottom, but like you know maybe middle of the lower half of the roster, whatever, yeah. right? Whatever it is. Let's say there if there's a hundred people, let's say he's you know, 65th most important person on the roster, right? And then you see that Tony Khan signs Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Sure. Well, sadly, a guy like Helen Angels then, if he's 65, is now 67. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. It is what it is. And they bring in a guy like Cesaro, now he's 68. Yeah. And, like, it's what it is. And, like, people make this big deal, and I used to have a problem with it, too, and, like, I think there were some people that Tony Khan was bringing in that he had available to him that were former WWE stars that weren't worth it. I think the Hardys were not worth it. Um, that I that I agree with, but I also think it's because like we're not fans of the right, Hardys. We're not now. fans of the Hardys, right? Right. So, but like you, you know, Jeff, he's but a huge name. Still. He's a huge name, but Matt was in there long before Jeff was. Yeah, I agree. And I would rather, honestly. I would rather see Alan Angels in a match against someone who are, that can make him better than watching Matt Hardy wrestle yeah, Mark no, Quinn again. I, I, I you know agree what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. But when you get a guy like Cesaro on the roster, it's just what it is, yeah, right? Sorry, kid, you got bumped. Right, you get bumped, and eventually you work down far enough where where money's getting handed out. People want more money. Rusev just got a new deal. Miro just got a new deal, and Miro said in an interview, "You know, I, I I gave you a discount the first time around because I hadn't been in a ring, and you were hiring the Twitch guy." Yep. He goes, "But now you see me in the ring, you know what I'm bringing. I feel like a world champion. I want to be paid as such, and he's going to get that because the dude's draw, the dude's great." Sure. And he said, "Like the video game gimmick wasn't me, and it was terrible." Yeah, I, I um, hated it. You know, now he's much better, and like he can easily anytime you want to pull the trigger. He can challenge for a title and win. Yep, anytime. Yeah. He's super over. He's good enough in the ring. He's got a great look. Yep. All that sort of stuff. Eventually, these guys, and original or not, I don't want to. I don't want to litigate that here. That I, you know, there's some dudes that got through, helped them through the pandemic. There's some dudes that maybe were Cody hires. Sure. That absolutely. are good. Like you know, Sean Spears isn't long for this world. That's a completely different conversation. <laughs> but you know, Cody's gone. His hires are aren't going to be protected. Yeah. Um, you know, and not that Alan Angels was that, but eventually you move far enough down that when the money comes and you look at the contracts and what space you have and you know how many you know yeah. how many roster spots, not even from a money standpoint, but from a who do I have room to put on TV in some capacity? Mm-hmm. You, you get below that 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 demarcation, you get below that line, 
it's just what it is. Yeah. And he's, you know, uh, Tony probably, if he wanted to, had all the rights in the world to cut a bunch of people through their contracts if he wanted oh, to. Oh, for sure. And he is not doing that. Will well, he ever? I don't know. I hope not. I think. Time, I think time can only tell. I think. That, you I know? think you should honor. You know. I think to be a better wrestling promoter than in one aspect than a lot of wrestling promoters throughout history is to honor a contract that you've signed to all the way through. Yeah, I mean, really, not always. Who's, who's the only people who's fired? Jimmy Havoc. Right. You know, right. I can't think of any other ones. Right. Uh, that Evil Lee's, but I don't know if she was ever signed. I don't know that she was ever actually signed. Yeah. Um, you know, that was really it, though. Right. Right. So, like, you know, he's doing it right, and Alan Angels has a really good attitude. He's super happy about it, whatever. Yeah. You know, and there's always going to be people that aren't featured on TV. There's always people that deserve more. There's always people that are going to be better. Uh, you know, I know Joey Janela's made a big deal about Sonny Kiss, and I like Sonny Kiss a lot. I think Sonny could be and should be featured more. Um, but it just becomes – I have, we have three hours of national TV a week. Which is seven, eight matches, ten, yeah. ten matches maybe plus segments plus all that. Dark and dark elevation apparently are pretty good sometimes now. Eh. Uh, they you know they at least book one or two matches that are sure. a little above Kylan King versus whoever they happen to bring in. Yeah, I don't mean to always pick on Kylan King. She's just a name that always pops into my brain. Um, you know, but like they do that. They also train kids. They want to try and get. The people are training out sure, too, of course. Um, you know, but like eventually, that that sort of here's the amount of people on my roster I can carry here. Here, you know, from town to town on an active roster. Here's how much money I can afford to pay that many spots slots on this roster. And eventually, there's and Alan Angel is a pretty easy no resign yeah. because he's young and can can get out there and yeah, do whatever do his thing. eventually there is going to be some tough ones sure and there and eventually too tony khan knows has to know that he's staring down the barrel of some bidding wars you know what though eventually i, I don't it's tough because i don't know if he is because guys like you WWE doesn't want him right garcia not wanted. So, uh, like, Lee Moriarty, he's not wanted. Right. The interesting you know? thing is that I I, I agree with now, you. Now, like, like, a ward, well, there's, like, a, a legit right. question, but you know? But spite-wise, and again, it depends on what how everything in the WWE shakes out. WWE's going to be on their best behavior right now. Yeah. Uh, and, but and but I, I would not yeah. put it above Vince paying someone more money than they're worth just to steal them away. You know? Yeah, I just don't know if people will go there because, like, I don't know. You're not going to get the Cody Rhodes treatment, right? You're absolutely, you know, not gonna like get, you're going to get the. It's still shocking to me that sale. Cody Rhodes got the Cody Rhodes treatment. Yeah, and you know that's again like a capitalizing. Right. Hey, we need a star, right? Uh, sure, like they're they, what he was on TV. They're treating him fine, right? Um, right. You um, know, but like a lot of these, like yeah. "Quote unquote indie guys, right? They don't want them anymore, right? They they just nah. That's not what they're looking for, right? Exactly. So like that's and that's gonna be like if like Alan Angels jumped to WWE, he'd be on NXT 2.0 or Level Up, yeah, and he'd be like like Victor Porsche, the fastest man sure. in professional wrestling or Victor some bullshit, Porsche. and then like I'm Vic Porsche, and he'd have to do like a dumb voice, and he'd be eventually teamed up with Tony Pepperoni, uh, and you know whatever. So, yeah, it, it, there might be some loyalty there. And, you know, and a guy like Eddie Kingston has already said, like, he's not leaving. WWE ain't going to want him anyway. They're dumb for not. Well, but they had like their chance. That interview with Garcia where they he was there for a tryout. Right. He was doing a bunch of matches. Mm-hmm. And they said, we're going to sign you. Right. Let us know if somebody else wants to sign you first. Right. 
And he took that as a slap in the face right. and said, right. well, fuck you. Right. Like, I'm going to go out on the indies. I got yeah. bigger name and I'll sign with right. AEW. Uh, the That's best, what he did. One of the best points, Wardlow is definitely going to be one of those people that Vince could want to buy. Yeah, he is. Um, for, and Wardlow talked about it this week. Right. He, were, he said, he goes, listen, like, I'll never say never. You know, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm extremely happy right. where, I'm, where I'm at. Right. And you know he's, his pitch is only going to get mm-hmm. bigger now. Right. Um, right. And who knows what this contract is? Like, right. Who fuck? Right. I don't know this shit. Right. Exactly. Um, it's just the, it's the it's more like it's it's not like a, a person by person thing, but it's more the nature of the business. That's how the business is supposed to work, right? It also helps make sure people get the money that they're worth. Like yeah. that's that's why Hall and Nash jumped to WCW back in the day oh, because sure. they went to Vince and said, "Just pay me." Just what I'm not even I'm not yeah. even saying pay me more. I'm saying match what they're offering me and we stay. Just match it, and, and he's just yeah. not going to do it, pal. Yeah. And they go and change the entire fucking business. Sure. So like you know, and and that's sort of you know, Hall and Nash saw what they were worth and said, "This is what we're worth. This is what we want." And Vince was like, "No." Well, without WCW, uh, like saying, "Hey, we want to pay you this because this is what we think you're worth." They don't have that leverage to go to Vince and ask for it, whether Vince takes it or not. Sure. So that's the way wrestling is supposed to work. It's with two with two big companies. It's you know, it, we've talked about this a bunch. People are going to jump. And there's going to be some hard decisions. And there's going to be – and not that this Alan Angels thing isn't a hard decision for Tony. It probably also bothers him because these are guys that he brought in, that he signed for a reason, yeah. that helped out in the company at a certain time. But people are going to stop showing up, especially now that a lot of contracts are coming up at once because a lot of these guys are signed at the same fucking time. You know? Yeah. So. It also gets to the point, though, it's like, what am I paying these guys for? Right, exactly. And that's, you know, and that's part of the decision. That's, yeah. It's a business. Yeah, when did wrestling become day, a business? <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a fucking business. Right, I think WrestleMania 4 is when it officially became a business. I'll go 3. Okay. But, um, yeah. Did you... Whoa, what the fuck just Did you see there? this, like, yesterday on Twitter that people found out for the first time that Stan Hansen had body slammed Andre? People actually oh, thought really? that the first time Andre was body slammed was by Hogan? Yeah, people are... I don't know. I didn't see it, but people nonsense. Are, people are weird. anyway. All right, yeah. So that's that's AEW stuff. There's gonna be a lot more coming, uh, and we'll probably always have this conversation. But they're tough, and it's just, you have to make these decisions. And yeah. you know, it's a business, and TV time is what matters. And and the thing about yeah and AEW I, yeah, when I look at it, it's like man, if they had a slim roster, you know, and you have to have contingencies and you have to have bench guys that may never get seen because if you get hit with injuries like you're hit right now you got to step up get in that fucking spot and go oh absolutely. we need people right sure. but like i was thinking about AEW the other day uh riding high off forbidden door which we're going to talk about in a bit uh and i was like man if they had a lean roster of like just their top 20 30 talent and only use those guys in programs to fill their tv spots it's the best wrestling show there ever was sure it's a it it's a better roster from a wrestling standpoint than maybe ever in a major wrestling company. No, like I, from I a, agree. from a pure wrestling standpoint, like maybe like pre Hogan jump WCW <laughs> because yeah. they weren't as popular on TV, but they were all fucking well, amazing professional wrestlers. Yeah, everybody could go. It's crazy. Yeah, if you could just fill time with with this with a roster like you fucking have. Yeah, it is pretty of like wild. Discarded guys that Vince said could never connect with an audience. Yeah, real quick to like kind of finish up the mm-hmm. point here. Um I look at somebody that didn't renew their contract in Big Swole. Right. You haven't heard a peep. 
nope. since she's been gone. Mm-mm. So it's like some of the people, hey, yep, time to go. Right. You right. know, she wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her husband's in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Oh, right. And it's like, yeah. Is he telling her, hey, don't sign here? Or can she maybe not get signed there? She's not, not what they're looking for. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't dislike Swole. And I thought, I don't want to. We don't need to relitigate this point either. But I don't like Swole. But I, or I didn't not like Swole. I thought she at times shined when she had her chances in AEW. Um, but I just. She's she's not the kind of uh, uh, performer that WWE's looking for right now. All right. Because speaking of the kind of performer that WWE is looking for right oh, now, yeah. the news bit that I have. Oh, God. The oh. WWE has signed Jake Paul. Is I it thought, Jake Paul? I, I thought you were going to talk about that MMA chick from uh, Bellator that I signed the other day. Uh, I saw that thing, but I don't know her name. But that's, yeah. a, it, it, that is, that's a very good – I wasn't being specifically swole point, but that's that's the point of big swole. Nah, that's, that's, where, that's where I thought you were going right. there no, first. <laughs> no, I'm going – is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Logan. It's Logan Jake's Paul. Jake's the boxer. No, I thought this was the box. This they're, the, they're both boxers. They signed the Pokemon guy who just fought. They're, they're both boxers, but Jake, he's the one who's like been knocking people out. Logan Paul is the one who had that bullshit scrimmage against uh, fucking Floyd Mayweather. I, dude, I swear to God, they're both, I thought, they, they, both I thought they were the same person. No, they're brothers. Okay, so yeah. it's, it's Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan, I think, is the younger one. He's the one who did that fucking video in the goddamn Suicide Forest in Japan that was a couple years ago. Okay. And then, like, The Rock, like, reached out. I was like, remove every fucking mention you have of me. Yeah. And picture it. I don't want to ever speak to you again. Okay, hold on. Which one is this one? That's Logan Paul. This is the one who got signed? Yeah, because that's, that's him from WrestleMania. Okay. With the Pokemon thing around his... Yeah. Okay. He was fucking good at WrestleMania. Who's this one? That's Jake Paul. What does he do? He's the boxer. He's the boxer. I thought he was the boxer. They're, all right, listen. Hold on. Hold on. This, this hold is on. Not, this hold, is, hey, Gramps, hold on. This is Let me not, explain to you here. This is hold not on. a who's on first bit. No. I honestly don't know. They're, okay. They both box. Okay. Logan, he's the one who was just at WrestleMania. Okay. He's the one who fought, fought Mayweather in that exhibition. Yeah. Jake Paul. Who's the one that Tyrone Woodley threw two fights to? Jake Paul. And which one was signed to WWE? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Logan. Okay. Here, here. Jake, chest tattoos. Logan, no chest tattoos. Okay. There you go. But Logan's the richer one. I don't count their pockets. I don't know. Okay. I know one of them had a bunch of shit money invested in crypto and lost it all. Okay. LOL. Dude, uh, uh, they're brothers. They look alike. They what the do. fuck? We're just gonna have to. Here, here's. Uh, it doesn't matter which one it is. Honestly, here's the thing. And I had put this on Twitter. Uh, I want to publicly thank the WWE for doing this, for signing whichever Paul brother this happens to be, because I the WWE is is ingrained in my wrestling DNA, mm-hmm. right? It's it's ingrained in everyone. It's ingrained in yours too. Sure. I I still to this day will I will consider myself a WCW guy until the day I die. Oh yeah. You know. Um. But like, WWE is ingrained. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Warrior, yeah, you're, you're, Papa Shango. You're, you're a liar if you say that you're not. Right. Sorry. It's ingrained. It's, it it's 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 probably most of the people our age or even a little older 
WWF is why we watch wrestling because Hulk Hogan, oh, the big name, all that kind of shit. It's just what it is, right? It, it, you know, it, it drew in. It's just a different kind of thing, right? So, like, WWF is still ingrained in my DNA. And so, like, I'm always like, what are they doing? And you can read online what they're doing and tell whether or not. Well, there's a the biggest or, wrestling promotion in the world. Right. You always are going to see what right. they're doing. Or you could put on TV for 10 minutes and see a, a snake in a hat bopping to, to Matt Riddle's music and realize sure you don't want to watch it. You know, but, like, I still keep track of the people I like. I still, like, if Cameron Grimes is doing something and it pops up, I'll still be like, oh, that's good. I'm glad he's there. There's still people I like. You know, I saw that Indy Hartwell went to see Dexter Loomis at an indie show. And they took that, a picture yeah. back. That's awesome. Good for them. They were so tight and it yeah. just ended. Yeah. Right? So, so it's still ingrained. And, like, I want them to be good. I want, I want as much good wrestling on TV as possible. Right? If we had AEW as good as it is and WWE firing on full cylinder, too, it'd be crazy. It'd be like a golden sure. age. But when you sign someone like this Paul brother, I don't have to check in. I don't yeah. have to spend my time because it's it's you're not aiming this audience at me. And not that no. you have to. I'm a, I'm, I'm yeah. a 38-year-old guy who, you know, like, you're not look. I'm out, yeah, of, I'm it's, out of the demographic. It's, it's not for you. Right. I'm yeah. out of the demographic, right? But, like, I'm like, okay, this is cool. But, like. I, it just furthers like a, you're really not interesting in re- in wrestling. It is, and it's never going to go back to it. So no. I don't need to hold out the hope. But like you know, you're honestly and seriously going to in a different direction, and in some ways, that's real smart. You know, that's it's super smart because like you're going to get a and lot. That's a huge audience. Right? You're going to bring in his audience conceivably, yeah. and hopefully, you hook the rest oh, of them, it, and they're not just watching super, him, right? It's super. Smart. And he did really good at that mania. He did. He was really and good. He's already calling out Miz. Which is an interesting thing, yeah. you know, and like and like the same thing. It, it stinks on one aspect where he's never he's not going to be on NXT. He's not going to have to work his way up. He's going to get no. he's going to get trained for three months and thrown on TV, sure. you know. And Ronda Rousey, it, but he looked to have more natural ability than Ronda Rousey. Dude's an athlete, straight up, right? Uh, Ronda Rousey, who uh, takes uh, who uh, take only, only gets jabbed because she doesn't know how to put her hands up. Uh, he's natty, oh. but um, oh natty, I just like. I see that, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not the audience. They're not concerned that I'm not the audience, uh, and nor should they be. I'm not delusional thinking they need to cater to me. Sure. Uh, but they're also not going to get that lapsed audience back either, and they're not yeah, looking to. they're not they're, – um, yeah, they're, they don't – yeah, it's but, not so their concern. I'm thanking them for, for helping me make that decision. I think it's nice of them to publicly – show that I'm – you're, you're being acidic. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm just – you know, like – I. I don't have to check in, like you know, because I the, the pool. I guess the point is the pool is still there. Yeah, absolutely. But like something like this is just easier for me to go. Oh yeah, all right. It's not for me, and that's cool. I don't care. I'm not mad about it. No. Like you know, I got the WWE Network when I want to watch what I want to watch. It's, sure. it's it's the same thing with any sort of media. Yeah. It's the same thing with fucking Star Wars and Marvel and whatever. Sure. If it's not for me, I don't have to fucking watch it. Yeah. I don't have to go on Twitter and bitch about it. I mean, I need to complain a little, but like, I don't have to tell people they're wrong. I don't have to tell people to go fuck themselves yeah. or have a big old problem because Star Wars isn't for the 40-year-olds anymore. Maybe it's aimed at the fucking kids who want to buy a Yoda puppet, but or baby Yoda puppet. But like, um, it's just like, okay. It's, it's just interesting. It's like a, it's a personal thing on my level where I'm like, oh, all right. I guess this is sort of leaving me, right? Yeah. Uh, but, AEW was like the complete opposite of that. And it's, well, it's and, interesting. And that's it's, 
like a long time ago, I decided I'm not going to hate watch anymore. Right. Which is why I gave up on NXT well, right, we after do, the we first don't hate episode. Watch on, we don't really hate watch on you know, the like, show. No, like, I, I don't want to. Yeah. And, like, hey, there's still some stuff in WWE I watch. Like, that last pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. you're going to be Bianca, and Becky, and right. Asuka in a match? Yeah. yeah I'm going to watch. Right. You're going to give me that Cody Rhodes spectacle with the fucking torn pack? Right. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. Why right. wouldn't I? Um, but I don't watch the weekly product right. at all. You know, I keep up here yeah. and there. If mm-hmm. I'm home on a Monday night or something, like, eh, I'll throw it on for a little bit see what's going on. Yeah. But I turn it off and I go, eh, I'll go watch something else, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, it's it's not for me and that's okay. And, and it's interesting, too. The, the sooner you accept it, right. it exactly. it's just the better that it is. And it's interesting, too, from, like, because, like, I guess the thing that fascinates me is, like, wrestling from, like, a, I don't want to sound like a pretentious fucking dick, but, like, from, like, a philosophical angle of it, like, from a, from a, from, like, a, I don't mean, I don't mean, like, so crates, but I mean, like, like, from the way, like, for, for what they're going for, right? So, like, we'll just, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but, like. You know, uh, Tony Khan just brought in fucking Claudio, right? Claudio's sure. 40 years old. Yeah. Uh, a dude that WWE said would never connect with an audience, which is bullshit. But he's one of the the most exciting wrestlers to watch in the world. Yeah, 100%. Right? And then WWE shifting in direction is Logan. Paul, Logan, Jay, whatever. Well, so, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it, it's just, it's an interesting thing. And, like, I think the era of... WWE, at least for now, and they they have that new talent initiative thing. I think they're done bringing in indie guys. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're looking for they've that anymore. Said they're, right? They've said they're done. But I don't. I think for a long time we're not. They're they're trying to get outside sports stars again well, and recreate. Yeah, and that's why they you know, reshaped NXT. Right. Right. Like they're not looking for the because otherwise Yuta would have been there. Garcia right. Would have been there. And I saw an interesting interview with a clips of an interview with Bianca Belair. Remember when we where said she, this was going to be... Where she very awkwardly had to dance right. around saying Sasha Banks' right. name, and Remember I felt when, real bad for her. Remember when we said this was going to be a shorter episode? Um, oh. you're, you're on a rant. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm not mad, though. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice, it, mat, nice yeah, rant. It's a nice rant. Um, but like Bianca said, you know, I didn't know this about her. I knew she was a track star. I knew she was like a mm-hmm. like a gymnast and all that sort of stuff. Tennessee you can take, one, you can take one look at her and know she's a fucking track star. But like, I didn't know in the universe she said, she was like, I, I don't watch wrestling. So I don't know wrestling at all. She's like, I wasn't a fan. I never wanted to be a wrestler. But they brought me in. They got me interested. And she's like, and I loved it. And now I want to be this person who who elevates and talks about what we can do and what we can achieve in wrestling and what, how we can change and sure. how we can grow. And I was like, God, maybe, you know, again, business running philosophy kind of thing is like – you can attack it from the from the AEW angle and bring in these in ring talents that people have been starved to for them to break out and get the chance to show what they can do, and bring them in and have them wrestle and bring in people from all around the world. You know, bring Takeshita over who are in ring talents who are unstoppable. Or you could be like WWE, and even if it's one out of every ten, you get a, a Bianca Belair one out of every ten. You're doing that shit right too. Because Bianca's great. Bianca's a hell of a talent. Yeah. So, like, if you can bring in yeah. a class of guys and a cl- guys and girls and you bring in 15 of them and one or two of them make it through to become a regular part or like a Bianca Belair who had no fandom of wrestling before and is main eventing fucking WrestleMania, WrestleMania yeah. is such a crazy cool achievement as a company. That it's like, man, neither sides are wrong. You know, like you can't act 
actually be bad at either side yeah. because, like, I would never say anything bad about Bianca. I think Bianca's a fan. I think she's great in the ring. I think she's got a great look. I think she connects to the audience. Uh, and, like, it's so it, neither way is wrong. You just yeah. have your preference. But, like, Bianca's fucking great. Sure. You know, I, you so know, if you can do yeah. that, and that seems to be the way the company's turning is we're going to bring in 10 athletes from outside of wrestling and hope one hits. It's not a bad thing to do either. Well, and like I was listening to Regal's podcast this weekend. It's another like Ask the Villain or whatever, mm-hmm. and they talk. They they kind of talk about this, yeah. Um, and because they're they're re- or maybe they were talking about it during the NXT Takeover one. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't fucking remember. Um, and they're talking about how NXT now is they're bringing in the athletes, and mm-hmm. Regal's like, well, I always try to look out for the wrestlers, right? I always try to look out for the pro wrestlers. That's because. Right. Those are my people. Right. Because athletes, someone you bring in, some they want to learn, some they just look at this as a way to make money. And it is right. what it is. But he talks about, you know, you have those generational guys every now and again. Mm-hmm. And he goes, look at the OVW class in 2000. Yeah. You had John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, Shelton Benjamin. He yep. goes, he goes, four, I mean, he goes, Shelton, I love him to death. He goes, but four of those guys are were blockbuster names for WWE. Shelton should have been, but... Yeah, he sh- I agree with that, 100%. He should yeah. have had a run, at least, for the title. Yeah. Shout out Final Wrestling Place. Um, but, like, Cena, one of the biggest names ever. Yeah, uh, the biggest... Brock. Yeah, right. But, like, look at... He wasn't a pro... Like, yeah, he was a pro wrestling fan as a kid, but... Yeah. He was a bodybuilder. His, his goal wasn't to become no, a pro he was, wrestler. he was a bodybuilder. Right. right. Brock. Right. He was an amateur wrestler. Right. He didn't want to be mm-hmm. pro wrestler right batista he was another like bodybuilder well i mean he was he was trained well i guess he was sent to train with yeah Austin, he was sent right? to train with the wild smoke but yeah. again bodybuilder right and he was actually old yeah. when he started now training. Right. orton he's the only one where it's like okay mm-hmm. like you had the pedigree but again like right. he was like in the marines and like you know right so it wasn't like he was like hey i'm 18 let's go do this mm-hmm. you know like so yeah you right. hit on four mega mega names there, right you know absolutely um so yeah, are you ever gonna have that again? Probably not. No, maybe. But you but never probably know. Not. Right? Who knows? Right. Who knows what the future right. holds? And that's I, and I think that is and like I know people like to make fun of it and like AEW uses a storyline and all that sort of stuff. But like, it really is like pro wrestler versus sports entertainer. Sure. And I'm not wrong with that. I know I land on the wrestling side. Same. Yeah. Uh, it's not that I don't like sports entertainment. I I, I don't think. WWE's programming from a sports entertainment side is that good either. Yeah, me neither. But maybe sports but again, entertainment it's, has it's moved a product beyond of, me. Yeah, I was right. gonna say it's a product that's not for right. new, like for because. But like, I also grew up loving the guy who would do voodoo and made Ultimate. I can't tell you one thing that happened in a Papa Shango versus Ultimate Warrior match, but I can tell you that Ultimate Warrior bled black out of his wristbands. See? Because you grew up with it. Right, exactly. Like, and now, like, people look at The Fiend and they go, mm-hmm. oh, that's fucking lame. Not to an eight-year-old. Not to an eight-year-old. Yeah, right. exactly. Eight-year-old looks at that and goes, whoa. Right. Cool. Right. Scary. Right. You know? Yeah. And, it's just, and, and maybe, you know? maybe I could back off the cynic in me and accept it, you know, because, and Star Wars is a good example because it's always the hot topic. Like, I love the new Star Wars stuff. The movies, uh, the TV shows, they're good. Uh, I haven't gone through Obi Wan because it's a bit of a slog. But, um, <laughs> but like when I watch, you know, of course the new stuff was derivative and whatever. Yeah. But like I'm able to sit there and be like, nope, I'm watching this through the lens of of younger me, uh, and like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna love this. I also saw the fucking prequels when I was a kid when they came out. I was you know I was I was skipping school 
And I hate those fucking movies. So, like, there is a good way to do it and a bad way to do yeah. it. And maybe if I was able to back the cynic in me enough uh, off to, to watch WWE now, I can watch the whole thing as, as not a fucking jaded asshole. Uh, but I don't need to because I have pro wrestling and I like pro wrestling. Well, let's talk about actual wrestling that we watched then. Are you trying to tell me that I talked too long? No, I'm just trying to say let's. I thought it was a good segue. <laughs> that's all. Because there's time. good wrestling to talk there about. Is. Like from Rampage. There's no other news we have to talk about? I don't have anything. Okay. We said it was Terry Funk's birthday? Yeah. Happy birthday, Terry Funk. That's all that matters, really. That's all that matters. Um, that's there ever was. God damn it. So, Rampage from Friday night. Literally all we have is I watched only AEW this week. Yeah, me too. There wasn't really much else going on. No. Um, so, Rampage. Yes. They gave us the, hey, we know these guys can't work Forbidden Door, so let's throw them on Rampage match. Right. Of Andrade and Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a fucking barn burner. This match was awesome. I loved it yeah. so much. They got like three segments yep. out of it. Crazy. Incredible. Uh, Andrade's the fucking man. Yeah. He's so good. This was really good. I liked him going for yeah. the f- uh, figure four. Mm-hmm. That made me giggle. Uh yeah, and Roosh came out at the end, kicked Phoenix's balls up into his fucking stomach. And then couldn't get his hand out of his shirt sleeve. Yeah, he could not. Yes. <laughs> that sucks. I've been yeah. there, man. That's tough. So now um, they're officially, it's like kind of Los Angobernables, yeah. I guess, uh, sort in, of. Ingobernobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobob
Yeah, you have uh, Lee Moriarty and Jonathan Gresham. Yes. I guess they're going to be teaming up against Titty Blanchard Enterprises. Yes. Which Brian Cage and two other guys, I don't know who they are. They said, that, I think they said their names, I don't remember them. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is another guy where Brian Cage is going to end up on Ring of Honor. Yeah, I mean, all probably, these guys are Ring of probably Honor. Probably is going to end up yeah, there. Right. You know. Yeah, uh, I can see Brian Cage beating Gresham for the title at Death of Fortis I Honor. think that's how that'll work. I think mm-hmm. he's just going to toss him around, and Gresham's going to look foolish, sadly. Gresham will get him in some holds, but... Can he get him in some holds yeah, with the probably. size of him? Leg holds, Put probably. Put him in a fucking ankle. Pick. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's all you got to do. Put him yeah. in a Fujiwara armbar. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have is Hook crushing the DKC. Yes, they were like, oh, top prospect from the <sighs> LA Dojo. Like, I like some of these dojo guys. That yeah. dude does nothing for me. Yeah. It's a stupid name. I mean, that's why they fed him the hook. Yeah. What does DKC stand I, for? It's, like, it's like his initials. Oh, okay. But his name is literally the DKC. Mm. It's just okay. not for me, dog. I'm going right. to give that a no. Okay. Uh, main event. Mm-hmm. Jeff Cobb. Cash Wheeler. Yes. I thought this was fucking ripped ass, too. Yeah, this is really good. Jeff Cobb, man. That dude can throw people around like no other. Yeah. Uh, Cobb is an interesting guy because uh, he gets a lot of comparisons to people who are much better than him. I would say you've always felt this way about Jeff Cobb. Yes, always. Uh, He's got a good look. He's got a powerful physique. He can throw people around. But, like, if another person compares him to Gary Albright, I'm going to go Clock Tower. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's just just what it is. I you know like the this the standing fucking like moonsault that he does is super impressive for the dude who's built like a fucking defensive tackle. It blows my mind. Right, it's like it's like that. Vince Wilfork trying to do a doing a fucking moonsault. <laughs> it does not make sense no, from a look, physics it looks standpoint. Wrong, but it feels right. Um, but beyond throwing people around, I don't think he has much uh, ability in that ring. Otherwise, and that's fine. He don't fucking need it. No, he does. You don't need it. That's Goddamn a, that's Olympian. Enough. That's enough, right? That's a, a Guamanian. Is that what that? I don't know. He carried the flag for Guam. Guam. Yes, Guamanian, Guamish, Guamanite. Sorry to all of our Guam listeners. I just, I honestly just don't know. I'm not trying no, to make know, fun of it. I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm reading a book. Just, I'll, uh, no, never mind. I'm like, this is it's such a non sucker. I'm not even gonna say it. But um. <laughs> Okay. But I don't think, you know, like if you, he gets compared to a lot of guys who can throw people around and tell the story. I don't know that Cobb necessarily can, but this match was really good. Uh, yeah. I, I think the FTR guys are in a very, da- they're, they're, they're doing, uh, they're putting themselves in a very dangerous position. And that dangerous position is, why do we have you assholes tagging up when you can wrestle singles this good? Mm-hmm. It is the it is a tale as old as professional wrestling. Yeah. Why are you guys mid card tags? And like they're they're obviously they're like the best tag team in the world. Sure. But tag team wrestling, especially in today's landscape, is always going to be a little bit further down the card than singles wrestling. Why do we have you two dudes who can tear the house down with anybody in in tag team matches when you can be out doing singles, making money, selling t shirts? Fucking, you know, kissing hands and shaking babies. They work better as a unit. Um, right. They do. And I prefer them as a tag team yeah. because I prefer tag team wrestling. But, you know, you keep having fucking solid singles matches when he is getting fucking super kicked through the barbershop window. One, so, or one of you is jumping through the window like a coward. Like a fucking coward. That's what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, this is cool. Uh, Okan bumps like a madman for no reason. And he said, he said on his Instagram that he wants to be the Japanese Scott Hall. Yeah. Uh, Hilarious. Let's take the good elements out of that, Great sure. Ocon. Sure. 
Uh, but yeah, Ocon took they attack him from behind on this, and he takes such a good bump. Yeah. Uh, we ride for a great Ocon. Yeah, then they uh, had the big fucking brawl to end the show. Yeah. Orange Cassidy coming out, beating the shit out of Will Ospreay. Yep. Uh, Eddie Kingston's multiple attacks on Jericho. Mm-hmm. I loved he the just bird dogs him the whole time, just dude, waiting for him. Fucking Dax hitting the one dude from Ozzy Opal with that pile driver yep. in the ring was yeah. gross. Yep. Oh, it was so fucking cool. I'm surprised it, it just opened. felt like goddamn chaos. I'm surprised Ozzy Open didn't have something to do on Forbidden Door. That's a bit of a miss. Yeah. I know they're it's not a, named. It's, and it, yeah, like, it's and like, a stacked card, Right, man. it's a stacked card with a stacked roster. Yeah. And like, those dudes are are going to be so... They, they already are really good. I like them a lot. Uh, they're going to be fucking huge, I think. Yeah. They're... Those dudes, I think those dudes are ready, probably are ready to have the IWGP straps. And if I was AEW, uh, I would I would bring them to to face FTR on TV for I, the, I for the it, all the strap holders. Awesome. Um, I think that makes sense because like I don't know where they live. I know Osprey lives over here now. I think no, no? Uh, Osprey. I think it's back and forth between Japan, Japan and the UK. Is he? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but so I don't know if it's easy enough to these guys to get back and forth. I'd bring them in, uh, yeah. just just while FTR has these IWGP belts, uh, keep that keep that alive a little bit with an easier thing, and they can go. They're young, but they can go. Yeah, more on the forbidden door still being cracked open later. But before I, we get into that, let's start I, forbidden door. No, the buy-in. Oh, hold, on, hold on, but before you, you before you try and push through push through this segment really quick. <laughs> uh, I, I one, hate what you're referencing, which we will talk about in a bit. We will. And two, hate you for referencing it, just so you know that. Well, that's good, because kicking off the buy you uh, had the tag team of yeah. Bishuman, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi mm-hmm. going up against the factory, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. So I didn't take any notes while we were watching for Bindor because we had, it was we oh, dude were tons. We yeah, before we yeah, time true, before here. we even get into it, yeah, what a fucking fun time watching the show. Right. And a bunch so of people much over. Fun. Uh, we'll talk about one oh, one man. match sold out at the curtain. It was here, yes. uh, but uh, a bunch God of people over a fun time. Uh, the house, the 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 headquarters here, the estate. The compound, dude. I say uh, that's filled with people. The way you're supposed to watch wrestling, the way you're supposed to watch wrestling, uh, makes it better. I mean, a great yeah. fucking time. God, uh, like so much. So fun. I don't have notes on the stuff. So we're just gonna try and yeah, talk I, about how I have like made the card feel. here. So right, good. You um, run down the card. I did go. I will say this. I, I did go watch some matches a second time. Ooh, look at you! And All I will right. give you my set. I will give you both takes. Okay. First time and second time for the matches that I watched the second time. All right. Go ahead. This one, not fucking one of them. <laughs> Bishamon. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Beats the factory. Yep. Good. <laughs> Come on, man. Yoshihashi was getting chance. <laughs> Dude, I don't fucking know why. <laughs> uh, so the next. He should keep his fucking pole away from Orange Cassidy, too. <laughs> God damn you. All right. So <laughs> I love Hiroki Goto with all my heart, though. The G and G1 stands for Goto. Or Go2, as the fucking Young Bucks called him this week. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I love Hiroki Goto for Shoot, real. He's awesome. Uh, awesome. Underrated guy. Yep. Older guy who got, just a few years ago, marginally better yeah, for training, he was training with Shibata. With Shibata that's why. Uh, but he's won G1s. A dude, dude's talented yeah. guy. He just happens to not be liked by management necessarily. Uh, 
I mean, he's not like a five star guy, but I think he's 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 a very talented dude who can be he's doing a lot good. more than he is. Especially a lot anybody can do a lot more than being tagged up with Yoshi fucking Hashi. <laughs> I hate Yoshi Hashi. <laughs> so the next, not my least favorite wrestler in the world. So <laughs> the next match was uh, Lance Archer beating Nick Camarado. Unannounced until that happened. Yeah, I just think it was one of the, uh, hey, Lance Archer, you're in the G1, let's give you a spotlight, squash yeah. a big guy. That's yeah. all that was. Weird. Uh, the next one was like Archer, uh, Keith Lee and Swerve yes. beating Suzuki Goon, which yeah. was El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Tell you what, mm-hmm. uh, number one, this crowd all night fucking rocked. Kicked ass. Thought they were great. For sure. Um, dude, like, Kanemaru's getting a reaction, right. which... Blows my mind. Remember when all the people were like, who's going to give a shit about this oh, show? God. They're not going to sell any tickets. And then when they sold all the tickets, they're yeah. like, well, it's not going to do any buy rate. Yeah. And like, it's not going to be good. Whatever. You guys were all foolish. All the goddamn cry uh, babies. This match was good. Uh, it was definitely the best on the pre-show. Yeah, for sure. By, by far. Yeah. The end where. Probably could have, if you, you know, you didn't, if you wanted a six and a half hour pay-per-view. Uh, definitely good enough to be on the main show. I thought so too. Yeah. Um, I love the ending where. Swerve like super kick Desperado who was hanging on the outside, but his feet were hooked on the bottom rope, mm-hmm. and then he hits that like springboard stomp on yeah. him. Gross! Fantastic. Um, thought yeah. it was awesome. Yep. And then uh, would have really liked to have seen Lee and Swerve. And again, it's it's just a matter. It's a roster thing. It's a how many people with how many spots. It's tough math. Uh, would have loved to see them interact with some some bigger named. Sure. And, uh, though Despy is pretty, Despy just had a great fucking Despy, run. Despy's very um, popular. But like, you know, those guys are deserving of a spot. Even like but, the crowd's selling the Connemar whiskey mist. Right. Like, what? They don't even sell that in Japan. I know. Like, <laughs> but next next time around, these guys will be featured much more prominently, I yeah. think. Uh, but, you know, uh, for Despy Swerve, I think that's a really cool matchup. Connemar is old. He's good, but he's old. Yeah. yeah uh, and it, Keith Lee made them both look like children. He sure did. Last match on the buy-in was Max Caster and the Gun Club, mm-hmm. which is Austin Gun, Colton Gun, and Daddy Ass. Yes, against the Dojo guys, uh, Kevin Knight, the DKC, Yuya Yamura, and then the non-Dojo guy, but came from the Dojo, but he's also graduated from a Young Lion, Alex Coughlin. Yes, this was a nothing match, yeah. really. It just it was, it was more so for Max Caster just to get a rap. That, right. That's all it was. Coughlin's a guy who likes to be very vocal about how he's not featured more in New Japan after no, graduating from the I think Dojo. I thinking of Carl Fredericks. Oh, I am thinking of Carl Fredericks. Yeah. I think, didn't Coughlin complain about not being in the thing, too? No. In the Super Juniors? No? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No. Well, whatever. No, I, no, it was Fredericks complaining about not okay. being in the G1. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he hasn't really been heard from since. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Whoops. I thought it was like, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Pay-per-view time? Pay-per-view. Shocked, because the majority Shocked. of the night yes. was Excalibur, Taz, and Kevin Kelly on commentary. Certainly was. Uh, holy fucking refreshing. Yeah. That's what I will say. Um, and now, I, I guess, JR, the report came out that he's only going to be doing the back half of Dynamites. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Okay. I think, I know he's been still having treatment for like that radiation burn on his sure. leg. I don't know if that, I'm sure that has something to do with it right and you um, know and also there's a lot of names and faces and he you know it's just it's what it is i'm not saying good or bad like i'm not trying to write the guy down but like he's an older guy there's a lot of names and faces he's yeah. got to know sure especially on this show right and he cannot contribute as, at, at the level he once could 
And I think eventually you're going to have to move him out. He's he's an he's an old man. He's been battling health issues. You know. Tell you he, what, uh, Kevin Kelly coming for that job. Uh, I, I mean, I, Kevin Kelly should have that job. Uh, I just don't know that you can pry him away from Japan too. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Kelly's really fucking good. But like Taz, when he's when he's told to rein it in and not be an absolute goofball, and I love when he's an absolute yeah. goofball. He's really fucking good. Yep. And they have and he has good chemistry with Shivani and good yeah. chemistry with Excalibur. Excalibur's a good play by play. You know, like they yeah. JR's Shivani, just, yeah. They, it's, you know, JR's it's just it's what it is. Eventually you gotta you gotta call it quits. You know, I, I wish we could have had Gordon Soley for a hundred years. Sure. But it's just not gonna happen. He, Lance, Lance what, Russell had to hang it up at some point. Even so. even like the matches Caprice Coleman has been on. It's yeah. been good. Yep. When Rickabani was there, and it's like, does Rickabani take over Kevin Kelly New Japan in the United States? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I like Rick Abani a lot, Rick too. Rick Abani's awesome. Rick Abani's doing, like, all the New yeah. Japan Strong stuff. Right. So. And I assume, I would hope, Rick Abonner. Yeah, that's, yeah, because the first event really under the new umbrella is end of July, so. I would hope. Doesn't? I think Tony Khan's foolish if Rick Abani doesn't call that. I agree. It should be Rick Abani and Caprice Coleman. Mm-hmm. I agree yep. with you. Yeah. Um. So, the first match we're getting is Minoru Suzuki teaming with Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Against Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuta. Yes. Uh, Suzuki, Jericho, and Guevara get the win. This yeah. match was a fucking barn burner to kick off the pay-per-view. Yeah. Crowd was electric. Didn't expect this to be thing. first. Uh, me neither. Shota Umino, I thought they let him shine. They did. They gave him a lot of time in this, and a lot of focus was if, him right. just being pissed off wanting to get revenge on if Jericho. I'm New Japan... And I'm not. But if I was, and I looked at these young lions and guys out in an excursion that I have right now, your Yugi Yamuras, yep. your Ren Naritas, yep. your Shooter, uh-huh. if I'm in New Japan as a company, I'm fucking pumped. You got a good crop coming in. Right. Of guys that are if from Japan. I, if I'm the guys, maybe some of the gaijin, maybe some of the homegrown talent that are on New Japan shows in the bottom half of the card, I'm nervous. Yeah. Because right there for me, Ren Narita, Yuya, and Shooter, stars. Can you say uh, third coming of Three Musketeer potential? It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. We and Yuya, I think, is the youngest, the least along, right? I don't know, but like Yuya is the bigger guy, right? Red Narita's taken after Shibata, exactly. <laughs> and look at everything. And if you didn't look at Shooter Amino on this fucking pay per view and see Tanahashi, yep, I don't know what you're looking at, man. Uh-huh. Uh, so like you got stars, and that's awesome. They're in the pipeline, and I'm excited, man. Shooter was a made man when he got attached to Moxley. Instantly. And he yep. seems to be delivering. Yeah. So, like. Very excited about I, his future. I, I, I know he doesn't listen to this. And I know he was also just 69th IWGP Junior, heavy, <laughs> junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. But Master Waddle better get his fucking shit together. Nipping at your heels, bud. <laughs> Nipping at them heels. Griddle Con, you're fine. Right. Griddle Con, you're good, <laughs> Master buddy. Master Waddle? You're good. So uh, you might be freelance sooner or later, there, kid. Yeah, good, uh, good luck yeah. in fucking uh, all Japan. Michinoku Pro, yeah. I don't know Osaka yeah. Pro, pal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this match as well was for the advantage for the uh, yes for the blood and guts. And a lot of people complain this match didn't make sense on paper. I don't give a shit that it doesn't make sense on paper. 
uh, because you get me the the majority of this match is Eddie Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki. It was so fucking good. So man. that crowd was electric for Eddie. Yeah, um, for sure. Yuta is like, I'll say more about Yuta and Blood and Guts, but man, this time in Japan is like Yuta is off. such a more confident performer. That's he looks a lot more uh, confident. It, it you could just see it. Yeah, much more confident. And I think when you go in, and you get some wins like he did. <clears throat> excuse me. And you're sharing a ring with guys like Desperado, with guys like El Phantasmo, Hiromu. Hiromu, you're getting better. It's just what it is. You're getting better. Yeah, man. And Um, and after that, you're like, I can fucking do this, can't I? And then you show back up and you're like, yeah, let's go. And then you're training daily or weekly with Regal. And Regal says he gets there at 11 o'clock or whatever. Yep. He's there till midnight. You want ring time? Come see me. Yeah. So so the next match was for the IWG. Hold on. What? Second watch opinions. I oh. watched this the second time. Okay. So, I don't know if you picked up on this, but Suzuki comes out. Uh-huh. And Kevin Kelly tells everyone to not look him in the eyes. Because what happens whenever Kevin Kelly looks at Suzuki, Suzuki beats him up. Or throws water on him or whatever. He intimidates him. Yeah. Right. So, he says that to Taz. Oh, God. <clears throat> and Taz says, I got a black towel at home too, you know. I love you, Taz. I love Taz so much. You could call him a baked potato all you want. Taz looking good. He slimmed down. He's I love Taz. Good. Taz is the looking best. Looking good. Uh, Taz forever. Yuta whoops Jericho right away in this. He hits like the five Germans in this match on, on Jericho like yeah, right away. He told Jericho after he was on the best of the Super Junior, he says, Jericho, I'm coming back and I'm going to fuck you up. Right. <laughs> Uh, huge pop when it when it becomes Kingston Suzuki, yeah. which becomes most of this match. Kingston backs Suzuki down, yeah. which is crazy. Uh, and then yeah, I just think this fucking rule and the crowd gets behind Shooter really hard. In oh this yeah, match. Uh, I don't think I realized that the first time around. They really, really get behind him. Yeah, uh, and that was sort of my the reason why I wanted a second rewatch was because like. I was just all smiles. I had all my friends with me. Sure. You know, and like, this is something I was really looking forward oh, to. Oh, me too. I so was like, I wanted, to, I wanted to watch a couple of the matches back and be like, okay, what, what with that sort of freshness and joy, what, what, what actually happened? You know, and that's where I caught the, the Taz thing and whatever. Cause we're also yeah. talking and streaming sure, and sure. whatever. Um, this was fucking awesome. Yeah, man. It really was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next match for the IWGP and Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. You had Rapungi Vice mm-hmm. going up against United Empire, who are the IWGP Tag Champs, going up against FTR, who are the Ring of Honor World Tag Champs. Right. Uh, FTR gets more goddamn gold. Yep. Seven star FTR, baby. Right. Um, man, those guys were so fucking over yeah um great o'con and jeff cobb were good in the match yeah um rapungi vice made you believe at the end that they might be pulling it off absolutely um and you know we had our predictions we all sort of felt that ftr was going to win this yeah but rapungi could have was and they even mentioned on commentary and like fuck with us a little bit they've been a team for a long time and they've held the gold before. Yeah. And they work really well together. So, like, they could sleep or take this sure. and, like, shock the world. Sure. And then be able to live because Rocky's, uh, you know, in the office in New Japan anyway, um, could live in both worlds a little bit. A little bit easier than some of the other. Than, you know, because, like, FTR is AEW. They could sort of kind of go to New Japan a little bit if they wanted to. Yeah. And then United Empire sort of the flip side of that. Rapungi would have the ability to sort of live in both. So they could have done it. 
Yeah. Uh, but the right call is FTR. Yeah, you know, Dax on the injury angle, hurting the shoulder early in the match. Right. Coming back out with it all taped They are up. saying he actually separated it, which is something you could work through. Uh, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Great O'Connor with his classic, I'm just going to put my ass, sit on your head in the turnbuckle. I cool love spot. that so Absolutely. much. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, FTR getting the win. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yep, for sure. You know, sitting there and I, I said to Joe, I go, I can't believe I fucking like FTR. Right. I go, I, I used to be like, oh, they're crybabies. Great in the ring, but they're crybabies. Yeah. And he said and he said a perfect point. He goes, yeah, they're not crybabies anymore. Right. And I go, damn, you're right. And they're fucking great, and I love them. Um, Next match, the crowding of the first ever AEW All-Atlantic Champion. Yes. You had Pac versus Malachi Black versus Miro versus Clark Connors getting <sighs> the, uh, listen. At first. Yeah, right. Obviously, he's replacing Ishii. That sucks. We yeah, love uh, Ishii. Only uh, because he's replacing my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Um, Pack ends up getting the win. Yeah. I thought everybody in this match was awesome. Yep. Crowd was kind of lukewarm about Clark Connors, but by the end, of it, the end of it, they were, he, right. he won him over. That's for sure. Absolutely. And that's a dude who just recently, you know, within the last year, graduated from the dojo. Uh, and he's just he doesn't have that international appeal. We haven't seen him before. If you weren't if you weren't watching Super Juniors, you wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. Um it's interesting too with him and a couple other people on the show because AEW doesn't really have a weight class because if they if they called people juniors, they'd have like three uh-huh. heavyweights in the whole roster. Yeah. So like these guys where in Japan, Clark Connors would never match up. I mean, rarely. He, but, he like, in an official capacity for a belt, he would never match up against someone like the size of Miro. Yeah. Uh, but it, it works here because it doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, you know, Clark Connors, I think, is good, but, you know, Ishii. No, of um, course not. I mean, Ishii's the best yeah. ever. But. And and shocked with the win here. Yeah, I mean, Miro, I thought, well, I thought great. Miro for sure was going to get it. I did, too. I, you know, after that, uh, Connor spe- speared him through the table on the outside. Yeah. It's like, oh, Miro's out of it. No, he's not. Right. He ends up getting misted by uh, Malachi. Mm-hmm. Um, Pack puts Connors in the brutalizer. Yeah. Tapped him out. So, um, so happy for for Pack. Right. Very so, happy. For so him. where does this go though? Does this does this fuel the three on three fire with Death Triangle and uh, House of Black? Or uh, or does Miro go after? I don't know. You know what I mean. I don't know what's next. Um, because for for as much as this, uh, you know, has it has one guy in New Japan presence. Um, it this is yeah. uh, this is the second match that's mostly AEW on this show. Sure. So you would think you would have to spin some sort of storyline out of this. Yeah, I mean, so is this is a thing where Pack can go defend it elsewhere, though. Right. I don't know. You know, because Tony Khan's talking about he wants his belt to kind of be represented around the world. Right. So you know, maybe does, he doesn't have to be in AEW all the does, time. Does Malachi want it? Or, you know, or... Does, Is it going to be a weird Malachi-Miro feud right, now? Does, does, does Pac go and do his stuff? The Lucha Brothers do whatever they want to do. And then Miro's coming after House of Black. Miro has to get some, some buddies maybe. behind him to go after the three, maybe four House of Black. Maybe maybe Kip Sabian finally takes the box off Jesus his head. Christ, and please uh, don't. He, he's a new, more, more mature Kip Sabian. Uh, it, it, <laughs> not against Kip Sabian. I don't mean this against Kip Sabian in any way. He would look like a literal kindergartner in the ring with, with all of those men. Yeah, he got pretty jacked, though. I wouldn't yeah. give him that much. Um, so, the next match, mm-hmm. we have the team of the Bullet Club. El Phantasmo and the Young Bucks. Young Bucks Bullet Club one night only. Okay. 
going up against the new dudes with attitudes, Darby Allen, yes. Shingo Takagi, yeah. and Mother Fucking Sting. The Stinger. Hiromu was supposed to be in this match. Yep. Uh, said he had a fever, couldn't fly, said he felt fine, but they were being precautionary. Uh, which I completely uh, understand. Yeah. That's, that's a, that is a top five guy in that company, I understand. It. Sure. Um, Hick- Hickaleo mm-hmm. was supposed to be in there, they just yes. took him out. Right. Which, you know, it sucks for him, that'd be nice yeah, to perform. Yeah, really good, you know? the, the youngest dude there, like, getting a little yeah. bit, just um, really fun stuff with some of the smaller guys. Dude, Sting... Is the fucking man. Yeah, Sting's the dude. I love how they tease the Sting up in the rafters, like, coming down entrance. I go, that ain't ever happening ever again. Yeah. Nope. Sure won't be. Okay. And thank God it fucking did. Mm-hmm. Because you got the lights coming back on and Sting standing yeah. on top of a goddamn entrance ramp. Right. Instead of diving in, off the entrance right. instead ramp of repelling, onto the bullet club. Instead of repelling from the ceiling, he just he just freely jumped oh. off of a 20-foot structure onto people. I don't know if it was that tall. Sure, but. in my brain it was. 30 foot now <laughs> just because you said that. Uh, man, Sting's the coolest. Yeah, Sting is the coolest. Shingo fucking rules. I love him and Sting, like, doing the Los Angobernables fist bump and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, best part of the night, or best part of the match, Bucks hit their super kick on Sting. Yeah. Hey, fucking no sells You know, sells people it. complaining about this. Oh, fuck off. Right? It's Sting. It's Sting. It's a double clothesline. The crowd goes insane. Right. He does the chest beat. Yeah, right. I, uh Yeah. Lost my fucking mind. Yep. Um... I loved it. Do you? I, I, I love the back and forth with Phantasmo and Sting. Yep. Um, man, Sting is the fucking best. Sting's the best. I want to ask you a question. We've been Sting fans for a really long time, right? I mean, ever since I could goddamn remember. Okay. When? When is Sting's wrestling debut? What year did Sting first have his first match? Uh, it has to be. Uh, I'll say eighty. 87. Okay. 1985. Okay, 85. Yeah, because him and, uh, him and Warrior Hellwood. were yeah. the fucking yep. Hellraisers. Right. Uh, Was that their name? Blade Runners. The, yeah. Blade Runners. Sorry. Right. Well, so so before they were called Power Team USA. Yeah, I mean, there was like four of them that were bodybuilders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they wrestled, though. It says, it says they originally wrestled in the okay. ring name Flash, teamed with Jim Justice Hellwig. Okay. Uh... Garland, Glory, Donahoe, and Mark Commander Miller, managed yeah. by Rick Bassman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I was born in 1984. Yeah. So, like, Sting's wrestling only one year after I'm born. Yep. Sting's been wrestling since before you were born. Uh, Sting is Sting's the fucking dude. Yeah. Uh, he's so much fun to watch. He's He's having so much fun. Yeah. He gets to do all his Sting shit. Uh, listen, if, if I can get on the phone with Stinger and be like, hey, buddy, you know, maybe, maybe, let me, let me, let me connect this call to the boar and he'll tell you how many bumps you have to take in a match. Uh, but you don't have to listen to me because it's Sting. Sting. Uh, he looks great. He's fucking killing it out there. Uh, and this is a guy who like, man, he, I just, it's such, people are so still into him and it's such a genuine thing. Yeah. Like, he's not just, like, trying to steal, you know, he's not trying to ladle the warmth from Darby Allen in any way. No, because he's a goddamn legend right. who he's has ties to AW and New Japan. Right, he's just a fucking he's dude. He's the fucking best. Right. So. God damn it, I love yep. Sting. Um, and, you know, there's been some speculation online that 
Maybe maybe the great Muda wants to have one more go around with the Stinger to kind of button up his career. Tag him up. But who knows? Tag them. Don't. Yeah. Don't. No. No. Yeah. So. Um, next match. Mm-hmm. AEW Women's World Title match. Yeah. Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fine. I like this. It sucks because it's out of place. It is out of place, but you got to get. And your, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the crowd is was their piss break match. Sure, which sucks. Yeah, I I still um, thought this was a good match. This is what I expected out of them. We've been saying for a while that like you know people talking about Thunder Rosa and sandbagging and not selling and whatever, 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 whatever you want to say. I said for a while that if if she couldn't get a really good match out of Tony Storm, or at least a good match out of Tony Storm at a pay per view, it was time to. Yeah, time to switch it up, and I think she got a good match out of Tony Storm. Uh, I don't know necessarily what's coming in the future uh, with this for her. I don't know what programs they can set up yeah, I don't because know. half the fucking women's division is focused on Jade right now. Yeah, uh, but I, I like this match. You know, I think I think if it wasn't lost in the middle of a New Japan card, uh, it, I think it put this on TV and people have been like, "Holy shit." It does suck because um, like it was in a weird kind of cooled down spot almost. Especially when the the entire show is as hot as it is, oh, there has to be a cool down spot. And this was it. And this is just what happens. And but then, I, but I thought and it was a good match. As fucked up as it was, I looked at my goddamn phone and I said, "Well, it is nine thirty. Yeah, right. And the women's match still going on at nine thirty on a right. pay per view. Uh, the next match mm-hmm. for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, but not physically. Well, because right, well, it was in the building. Though. It was rock hard. Rock hard had it up on the, the Bullet Club skybox, yeah. which made me giggle when they shined the lights. In fact, Hasbro was in his eyes like, "God damn it!" Yeah. Um, the champ will Osprey, the challenger Orange Cassidy. Yes. Um, match of the fucking night. Yeah, match of the night. Uh, kind of, I think universally, uh, Twitter wrestling everything in agreement. Match of the night. I said it last week, and it's going to steal the show. Yeah. I said it to the people here before the show started, this is going to steal the show. Yes. Um, uh, this is when I went back and watched again. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I probably would have done that, too. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, like, when I sent out the tweet, and I, I was like, um, if you're not excited about this match, you're full of shit. Right, and we've been saying for weeks that this is going to steal the show. Yeah. Um, and it was, again, more so about... Um, People downplaying Orange Cassidy being Osprey's opponent. Sure. What are they wasting? Will a Will Osprey match on Orange Cassidy? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a waste of time. Why is Orange Cassidy challenging for a title? Right. Well, you goddamn buffoons. Yeah. If you've been paying attention right. to Orange Cassidy at literally all, mm-hmm. you know how good he is. Right. You know he could go with the fucking best of them. Yeah. Uh, I would Say go what so- you want about the dude. Well, Osprey's one of the best of them oh, right now. Right. Osprey is, is arguably the most athletic guy in all of professional wrestling right and the, now. The thing is, Osprey, he, and, and I said while we were watching this, I yeah. said to you, I go, boy, he's come a long way from his junior flippy days, hasn't he? Can he do all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he do it as much anymore? Right. No, he kind of wrestles it like yeah. a powerhouse at times. I, I would say, if, if I was AEW, I would be so happy that I had a real. Uh, Hot property in Orange Cassidy, if you will. Uh, you know, I think he's. I think he's really been on fire lately. Uh, here, we're not, oh, God damn it! All right. Um, I was like, am I not picking it up? But all right, <laughs> you, you slick bastard, you. Uh, 
you know, if you dismiss Orange Cassidy as a comedy gimmick, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Right? You're being willful, willfully ignorant or you've just never watched him. Yeah. Um, and he has shed more of, like, shed the comedy gimmick a little bit here and there to get over. Sure. He gets his shit in here. He does his kicks. He does the pockets. It's super over with the crowd, right? So this match, one of the things that makes this match work, uh, and I'm giving this five stars. I'm giving this match the full five. Um, the falsies. Oh, they were fantastic. Him kicking out of the os cutter was unreal. Listen, he got a room of 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 seasoned wrestling fans. Yeah, a couple times my whole body jolted because right. I thought he was winning the title. He gets the crowd three times. Yeah, three times in this match, this crowd is on their feet because they swear yeah. it's over. He kicked out of the fucking hidden blade. He kicked out of everything. <laughs> so, and that's the other thing I want to say. I mean, he reverses the Stormbreaker Nora Rana to a, it was a mega pop. Amazing. Mega yeah. pop. Yep. So, OC to me, going back and, and rewatching this match again, and I did rewatch two more after this. Um, he is positioned, and he loses, right? Yeah. Or, which we knew was going to happen. Sure. In a loss, even in a loss, Orange Cassidy is positioned. To look the strongest on this entire card from an AEW standpoint. Oh, I agree. There's not another AEW star that does as much and gets himself over and looks as strong as Orange Cassidy does here. Because Will Ospreay, top three guy in New Japan. Yeah. Right? Arguably, yeah. Definitely top five. Easily top five, yeah. Title holder. So that is held Conceivably, if you hold the title. You're in the top five of a cut. If there's five yeah, belts and sure. you hold one of them, you're top five guy in that fucking company, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, OC kicks out everything. Yeah. The only thing he didn't kick out of was the Stormbreaker, but he reversed the Stormbreaker for for a, a very convincing falsy. Yeah. So, like, he and Osprey doesn't have to do that shit. Osprey can protect whatever the fuck he wants to protect. He has every right in the world to. He's got to go back to a company that internationally is bigger than AEW. Sure. Lots of people don't talk about that and talk about like, oh, New Japan, nobody gives a shit. New Japan's the second biggest wrestling company in the world. Yeah. It's what it is. It WWE is New Japan. Yeah. They just, it's, they're bigger. It is what it is. Internationally, they're a bigger company. Yeah. Uh, Osprey can protect whatever the fuck he wants to protect. And we've talked on this show about Osprey saying, yeah, I can have a great match with this guy. Yeah, I can do this. Give me, give me a match with somebody who nobody will expect and will tear the house down. Yeah. Uh, and him and OC, they fucking delivered. absolutely <laughs> did it. And OC, I, again, watching it, especially watching it the second time, it's fu- this match is fucking special. Yeah. And again, and I'm not I've said I, Osprey, I'm a dude. Uh, this is five stars. Orange Cassidy looks the strongest out of this whole fucking roster. Uh, in in a loss doesn't matter. I'm not even saying the strongest out of the guys who lost. I'm saying the strongest out of anyone on this card. He looks the strongest because he kicked out of so much, and ha- they both had that crowd in the palm of their hands. No other match had that crowd. No, hanging on every single move nope. like these two guys did. They they is, really did. It is a remarkable piece of wrestling. Yeah. Um, on a show, and we'll talk about this on the end when we wrap everything up. But like on a show. That is one of the better, if not best, pay-per-view from an in-ring standpoint of the last 10 years or more. Uh, this is the match of the night, and Orange Cassidy fucking delivered. And if you watch this match and you still think he's a dumb comedy gimmick who can't deliver, and why did he 
wrestle Osprey. It's because you're creating a gimmick to for yeah. yourself on the internet to seem cool yeah. or kiss somebody's ass. You're being willfully ignorant. Uh, they tore this fucking yeah. house. Well, that's down. like after the show, Santana just tweeted out Orange Cassidy. Right. Trent tweeted out, if you have anything bad to say about Orange right. Cassidy, you're a fucking idiot. And this is... They said they, they said yeah. people backstage were going nuts right. during this match. And this is the match that I jokingly said it while we were watching it. This was the sellout at the curtain. Because uh-huh. it was a group of us, and then Michelle and our friend Dez, who are not wrestling fans, this, unless it's Randy Orton. Uh, you're damn right, Dez lives <laughs> in Viperville. <laughs> um, she will hiss at you. But... <laughs> she will. <laughs> but they were talking, you know, they're hanging out with everybody, but having their own conversation, sure. sort of existing in the room, but in their own little bubble. Making fun of us. You right. Know. <laughs> this match, they they turned, uh-huh. and they, they they were done. They were in it. They got sucked in. This match was sold out at the curtain here yeah. at the compound. You're damn right it was. Uh, that's how good it was. That's how exciting it was. That's yeah. how compelling uh, and engaging uh, Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay is. Will Ospreay is a spectacle, man. He can do, he is an athletic, athletic as fuck dude. Yeah. Uh, and I think this match, uh, uh, the things that I don't particularly like about Osprey, I think were helped by what OC brings to the table sure. in this match. Um, and this, again, it, this is match of the night easily. Yeah. And the thing with Osprey too, like he could wrestle any style anymore. Yeah. You want to chain wrestle, you can do mm. it. High fly, do it. Powerhouse, right. like just strong style. He could do, like, right. he could fucking do it. Yeah. Um, you know, after the match, OC is uh, getting right. beat down this a little bit. This match is match of the night, and then craziness yeah. fucking happens. He gets beat down a little bit. Yeah. Um, By the United Empire. Yeah, United Empire. Yeah. Um, does Trent run out? No, Trent doesn't run Yeah, out I think Rapungi comes out first. Oh, yeah, Rapungi comes out. They Chucky up, T doesn't. No, they end up getting beat up pretty good. Yeah. And then the opening chords of a theme song hit. And you're the only person in the room who knows this music. <laughs> yeah, because I yell... Holy shit! <laughs> right. And everyone just looks at me like, what? Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's Shibata's music. Yep. And it was funny. Adam's like, yeah, I totally know who that is. And Joe's, <laughs> Joe's like, god damn it, even I know who the fuck Katsuyori Shibata is. <laughs> right. Um, and he comes out and he beats the piss out of everybody. Yep. He beats up Osprey. He beats up United Empire. He does the 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 delay drop kick in the corner. Oh, it's, he kicks yeah. one of the dudes right in the face. It's yep. the fucking coolest. Uh, and then him and OC have a moment. They do, where, which they cut away from, and then Taz yep. is like, "We got to get back to the uh-huh. ring, brother." Good, good on Taz. Yeah. Uh, OC puts the sunglasses on Shibata. They just uh-huh. kind of stand there. OC leans on him, does the thumbs up, and, and Shibata just stands there with the fucking sunglasses yep. on. And I said afterwards, I go, "Well, my wrestling world just fucking right collided out of so, nowhere." <laughs> I had my friend yeah. JT like hitting me up, like, "Oh, hey, your boy Shibata." Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right. So, like, it's interesting, like, um, I, we don't know where it's this leads. It's the coolest. We don't know where this leads, right? Because we've talked about Shabbat on here before. Yeah. Uh, if you believe certain wrestling personalities, he had his brain removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a man who headbutted Kazuchika Okada so hard, they got a brain bleed and almost died in the ring. And it was funny because we were just talking about this. We were. to Michelle. And we were. she was like, holy shit. And he really? had to retire. He's been the trainer yeah. um, in the LA Dojo. He had that match, which we talked about, too, with, with Ren, where Kingdom. it was supposed to be just grapples, and he's like, fuck that, we're doing a match, <laughs> and then he hasn't been heard from since, assumingly for, as punishment. Um, but he's just back in the dojo. Sure, sure as hell looks like he can fucking work here, right? He didn't pull any punches. Yeah. 
nor did he stop from getting beat down. You know, it certainly <sighs> looks like, and this is a dude that lives in the U.S., so like, God damn it. if that oh. door's open a little bit, maybe that happens. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to do. Here's 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 the thing. Don't, it's one of the, don't make me don't make me dream. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest things to do on this pay per view because of his retirement. He's not as well known. Even you know, like lots of people online complaining about not knowing New Japan guys and the storylines didn't tell me and nothing has a video package and they should do this and do that to let me know. Cry babies. <laughs> This guy is lesser than that because you can't go on New Japan World and watch the newest show and see him. Yeah. You can't go back even two years and see him. Yeah, you have to search 2017. Right. So, like, what a weird thing to just do to pay off to the small handful of people that know who he is. You but know, that like, crowd there, they knew the They knew who he was. was. <laughs> right. So, like, it's an interesting thing. Uh, who knows what happens? Who knows what comes uh, of it? Even if uh, nothing happens. But it I'm was okay. a... The, even this, watching this the second time, it's fucking bananas. Yeah. That Shibata uh-huh. came out. It, it, it was, I was laughing. I saw Taekani posted a screenshot yeah. of her conversation to Sammy on Twitter that day. Oh. She said, babe, Shibata, Shibata's here. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he responds like, do you want your picture with him? She goes, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I love how much she loves Shibata and Suzuki. Hey, why not? She is the king of strong style. So, Let her yeah. kill people again. Please. Yeah, right? Crazy shit. Oh, so insane. Crazy shit. Uh, More crazy shit the next match. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. going up against Brian Danielson's replacement. I also watched this back a second time. Newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Claudio goddamn Castagnoli. Mm -hmm. Holy piss. We kind of figured this was happening. Yeah. We said if there's one person, and if it's anybody else's disappointment. I put money on the line. I put my ass on the line. Well, as a member of Takuchi Japan, you have to. Um, Claudio comes in. Yeah. Dude, they go like, they gave it a long time, only like 20 minutes. They did. Crowd was hot the entire time. Yes. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. still shows he could wrestle anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I forget what he did, like a weird, like, double, like, under slide under Claudio's legs. And yeah. Joe's like, that's one of the smoothest things I've yep. ever seen. Yeah. Um, Claudio comes in, uppercutting him, fucking... Well, he hits the fucking neutralizer, first yeah. move out, and gets almost the three. Yeah. Uh, it was... Wins with the Ricola bomb. Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy he brought that back, yeah. and the crowd knew it. Right. And that probably felt good for him, because he hasn't done that since, what, 2011, 12, right. you know? Right. Um, this was crazy. Yeah. Perfect fit for the Blackpool Combat Club. Absolutely. We all knew it was going to happen. It's the right opponent. So I love this match. We were all smiles yeah. ear to ear when this happened. Time. Everybody's so happy. Uh, so I was really interested in watching this one back because that without that, like, Claudio's here, we're so excited kind of thing. Because, like, I love Claudio. I've seen Claudio wrestle in fucking basketball sure. courts for exactly. forever. Yeah. Same. Right? So I watched I this saw back. saw last Chicago matches. And this is the one of the most interesting things to me on the watch back because... I didn't enjoy it as much the second time. I'm not saying it's not a good match. The match is fucking awesome. Get out of your house. The match is awesome. But this was the most thing that I watched watched back a second time that was dulled without having the, oh my God, Claudio's here. Oh man, I thought the match was fucking The match awesome. is great. The match <laughs> is great. But losing that like, 
the the feeling, the excitement of like finally the guy is where he belongs and can shine. It, it again, it's not a bad match. The match fucking rules. Um, but it's much more sort of watching it the back the second time. Uh, and again, it's hard because I'm not criticizing that the match was awesome. Everything about it is great. Zack Sabre's great. Great. They're a really good matchup. It's exactly what we wanted. But this is also 20 minutes of a match in a style that is not fucking popular in the United States. See, though, it, it's not in the mainstream, but right. in front of the, like a crowd like this, they love it. Right, they do. And I love it. They I mean, do. This is my second favorite match worked. on the show. Okay. Um, I thought this was too, and it got moved down because of, because rewatching it the second time, it is very much a style that, again, the crowd's into it and it works and the match is really good. But watching it that second time without that shock and awe of Claudio being there, I'm like, they really went 20 minutes in this style? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Because it's a style that Saber does really well yeah. that they that works in Japan a lot. Um, but over here, typically doesn't get that big enough, bigger, bigger reaction. Not that the crowd wasn't into it here and stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, watching it back, I'm like, oh, man, this is really interesting. They really did, like, they did, like, a grapple, like you know, hold for hold technical, which I said they were going to yeah. do on this show. That's crazy to me. So like watching it back the second time, I was like, oh man, this is really good. But like not necessarily a style that I, that I'm even attached to like Sabre's really good wrestler. Um, but I like Claudio when he's a little more big and flamboyant. Sure. Uh, so I was just like, oh man, this is super interesting that they really were like, we're gonna, we're just gonna fucking go with this grapple style. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so it's just an interesting rewatch. Again, the match is awesome. These guys are great together. Everything about it's awesome. But like watching it back with without, like that, that was why I wanted to watch some of this stuff back because I wanted to be like, was this as good? Was OC Osprey as good, or is it just cool to see Osprey or see OC in that spot? Was you know, was the the for opener that fucking good or are we just excited for Kingston and Suzuki in the you know like that sure. sort of stuff with it with a little more critical eye as opposed to just the shit eating grin because this is what I've wanted to see for so long yeah. and out of everything I rewatched this is one and again I say suffers doesn't mean anything the match is still fucking awesome there's nothing wrong with it at all but like watching this and say compared to how special Osi and Osprey remained sure. the second time this one lost. Uh, just a, a like if it's if it's if it's a five of special when when we're watching it and seeing Claudio's debut in AEW, <laughs> it's now like a four point nine. It just lost that little bit, knowing that Claudio's there and not sitting with it with this surprise. But it's still awesome. It's hard to criticize stuff yeah. that's awesome uh, in any way. Yeah, and, and that was just was, what it was. This is my number two for yeah. the night. Mm -hmm. um, next match, the Chuck was right match because Chuck is fucking yes. spot on. This is the I, last one I watched the second time. IWGP World Heavyweight title match. Yeah. The champ, Jay White, against Adam Cole, Hangman Adam Page, and Kazuchika mm -hmm. Goddamn Okada. Yes. Uh, I think my favorite part of this was when they were standing in the middle of the ring at the beginning of the match, mm -hmm. and the crowd was ballistic yeah. for all four of these guys. Mm -hmm. And they were just kind of looking around and, like, getting – like, they were all getting real hyped. Yeah. Um, you know – it's not your typical IWGP title match. Mm -mm. Most of them are just singles. Yeah. Um. I but I enjoyed it. Jay White wins. Yeah. Um. Tough because of the ending. It's uh, yeah. Not a shock finish, but a 
oh, what happened, finish, and yeah. Adam Cole, I guess, got concussed. So, uh, so this is why I, I watched this back a second time, because I wanted to see this and figure this out, right? So the finish, for those of you who didn't watch it, Okada and Cole are in the ring, and the, the whole thing leading up to this is that is that Cole and Jay White were sort of buddies, and they were going to team up and take on everybody, and then at some point, Cole gets caught turning on Jay, and Jay hits him with a move, whatever. Um, so, like, it comes down to it, and Okada is beating up Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Cole sort of awkwardly ducks a Rainmaker and rolls to the corner. Uh, White gets in the ring. Uh, hits Okada with something. Okada rolls out with a blade runner. Yeah, yeah, he sees that Cole is out in the corner. Rolls him to the center of the ring. Pins him one, two, three. So, uh, lots of speculation that Cole gets his bell rung here. We know he's been working injured. Does Cole even tried to kick out. Right, he tries to kick out a little yeah. bit. As soon as he, as soon as the one, two, three, Jay White's whispering to Rick Knox, and I think Rick Knox is a terrible referee. So it's like, well, did Rick Knox fuck up? Was that not supposed to be the finish? Was Cole not with it enough to kick out? Yeah. Was he hurt? What's going on? Like, here and there. And sort of before watching this a second time, the what I pieced together in my brain about it was that Cole was supposed to take that Rainmaker that he ducked. Because even when he ducks it, Okada also gets pulled forward and mm-hmm. falls. Yeah. Right? So like, a little awkwardly. So, like, I, I what I was thinking in my brain was that, because Jay White's outside of the ring at this point, he knows that the, what's gonna, that the sequence is... They Cole ducks the one, gets hit with something else. Okada gets him up again for the Rainmaker. He hits the Rainmaker. Cole rolls to the corner because nobody gets up from the fucking Rainmaker. Yeah, it could be a 30 count. You're not getting up from the fucking <laughs> Rainmaker, right? Uh, especially not in the U.S. No. Uh, and then Jay White gets in the ring knowing what just happened, disposes of Okada. Yep. And, one, two, and one, two, three, over his buddy mm-hmm. takes advantage, yeah. whatever. And that works all that shit out, whatever. Yeah. And it protects, protects Okada because Okada ain't eating a fucking pin. We all knew that Cole was going to eat this pin. Yeah. Right? So the duck happens, and like if that happens, then this this ending makes so much more sense. If he eats it at Rainmaker and moves, the fact that he ducks doesn't eat a move. Mm-hmm. Like he hadn't gotten hit with a move in a couple of moves, and Jay White rolls him over. Looks a little weirder, right? So I went back and watched this, and I can't see where he gets rung. Yeah, it's not like he got right? like knocked out cold or anything. They, they're but... saying like concussed, yeah. whatever, right? So it's interesting because. There, a part of this sequence is that Hangman goes up for the for his finish to flip mm-hmm. over the ropes, buckshot, and he gets yeah. and a buckshot, and he gets super kicked. Right, so this is two moves before the finish. Mm-hmm. Cole super has his timing to super kick Page before he does the buckshot, gets him out of it. Right, then he takes then uh takes a drop kick, then a Michinoku driver from Okada. Yep. Right, so maybe the drop kick does it. If Probably. not, maybe the Michinoku driver does. He starts to get up before Okada does. So mm-hmm. Okada, he's down after the Mishinoku driver. Okada's going to set him up for the Rainmaker. And usually he's going to pick you up off the ground. Well, Cole's already starting to stand up. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, is he starting to stand up? Because he knows what's supposed to be next. But he's not. He's moving a little too fast because he's not so sure. Uh, Okada gets him up for the next spot. He falls on the Rainmaker. Okada falls forward a little awkwardly. Um, and then, like, he rolls into the corner. Everything happens. But while he's in the corner... He's fixing his hair. Yeah, he could still be out of it, right? Though. But like, so I'm like, I I don't see like where. Like, and again, I don't need to see it, but I'm like, man, it's such a weird finish, and the crowd 
is dead on it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because it's it's awkward. It's awkward. Yeah. So I'm like trying to figure out where it happens, like from just a pure curiosity standpoint, and I just I just can't fucking see it. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Normally you'll see, okay, here's where he got wrong, but he's literally hitting every other spot. So it's got to be that drop kick with that Michinoku driver. Yeah. Uh, but like usually, and even then, when you see someone get their bell wrong, you usually like see something connect a little harder, or you know, or like their head hit the mat, and I don't even see this here. It's super weird. Super weird ending that I don't think they're ever going to address because they don't really need to. No, nah, it doesn't need um, to be addressed. But, I, you know, sadly, I think it affects this match in a way. Oh, it definitely um, did. Um, I don't but, think you're going to see Adam Cole wrestle the rest of the year. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Because uh, apparently they supposedly got concussed in the Samoa Joe match, too. Yeah. Bad and he's, and he's been wrestling with a bum yeah, so shoulder I think or something. He, and Fish and O'Reilly are out, so just yeah, sit them all. Just let them sit yeah. for the rest of the year. Right, but, sit them all. Uh, yeah, I mean... If they recognize he was hurt, right. much credit to Rick Knox. Right. Much credit to Jay White. Yeah. Because they knew he was fucking hurt. And they know, okay, let's end it now. Right. I'll always take them being right. safe over somebody right. with, with keep going well, like, and the, like we've seen in the and past. Like the interesting thing is that sadly, like, you you know, on the fly, you can call a finish. But like at that point, who the fuck? Oh, God, I ain't taking a pin. I don't give a shit no, what you're trying to call. No. Everybody knew Cole was there to take the pin. Right. That's, all, that's, that's what right. it was. So like you could just play it off as, as you know, storyline wise, if they ever want to bring it up. It's just that Jay White saw he was hurt and took advantage and yeah. knew he could. Yeah, because Cole turned on him during right. the match. Right. So exactly. It, Jay White doesn't know It just wasn't anyway. as, I, I, it wasn't, I think. The the whole thing changes if Okada connects on that Rainmaker. Sure, of course. Um, but weird, yeah, weird one. I was just trying to figure it out. It's just from a curiosity standpoint. Yeah, weird one. Uh, so main event yeah. interim AEW World Title. Yes, John Moxley Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes, John Moxley is your interim champ. Uh huh. It's needed to happen. Yep. It just it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Moxie's gonna get his run in front of a crowd finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and watched the entrance of Moxie. Man, when he hits that crowd, they go fucking yeah, they crazy do. for him. Yep. Um, you know, during the match, obviously, hey, he's Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's the fucking ace for a reason, right? Absolutely. Uh, and that crowd gets behind him. Yeah. They wanted to see the ace win, and they mm-hmm. want to see him win bad. Um, but there, again, it, they, there was there was a point where they could have done that. We talked about what was happening. Yeah, it, it, it would have been a long shot. It would have been really hard logistically. Yeah, logistically, but it's not nobody would have been mad about it. No, man. absolutely not. But yeah. like AEW, like hey, you already have Punk off TV. You right. want to have your belt off TV even more? Right. Like right. you know, yeah. um, hey, a lot of people say WWE hurts right now because of how much Roman doesn't work TVs anymore. Right. You know. Right. If if Tana wasn't announced for the G one. There was a much sure. bigger chance that he sure. would have won this belt. But Mox is the right call. Absolutely the right call. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, Mox, hey, it's a day that ends in Y, so I got to bleed. Right. Um, which I, he loves the business. He bled off a sure, sling blade. <laughs> I love him so much. He's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, you have to think, this is a long fucking show. Yep. And this crowd is still into this match. Yeah. Um, this was probably my fourth favorite match of the night okay i thought it was really good yeah um mox is a fucking pro yeah because that fight broke out in the crowd mm-hmm. and what did he do slowed it down grabbed a hold till yep. everything got settled down right. and your focus is back on the match absolutely that goddamn pro yep um so mox yeah. he is your world champ uh, at this point yeah i didn't go back and watch this one uh this was really good i love tanahashi uh yeah, this was this was cool. This is Mox's dream match. 
he had said in the the scrum that he might have got his bell wrong. He wasn't quite sure. Doesn't look like he did. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, but he was like, I wouldn't change anything for the world. This was no, awesome. He's been saying this has been yeah, my match. Right. Uh, this was uh, this was really fucking cool, man. And, yeah, man. you know, Tana's Tana's knees ain't great. No, of course uh, not. And he's gonna be a guy. I I still think he's got a a, a couple of years left. I think he's gonna look really good in G one. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it's his last G one. And sort of, I think they would announce it. Yeah, yeah, like so? they would Kojima. Okay. They announced when it was. Oh his yeah, last that's year, true. You know, um, even Nagata, but, they yeah. announced his last okay. one because the, the the knees don't bend. It takes him a little bit longer to get up to the top rope. Sure, but uh, he's still the man. And uh, yeah, this match fucking ruled rightfully so. The main event uh, again, not the best match on the card, uh, but like. I don't know that there was a bad match on this card. Really. No, there was nothing where it was so, like bad. Yeah, uh, at all. So like this is this is the main event of a show that had banger after banger from from the jump from the pre-show. Really, yeah. Uh, I mean, so, probably my top three of the night was Osprey, yeah. OC, yep. Claudio, Saber, yeah. and then the opener. I my I put the opener second, uh, and then probably, uh, and that's what that's sort of what what switched for me on the rewatch. Is that I felt, and and also you know it's Eddie, and I, I like Eddie more than just about anybody. Sure. Um, but the the interactions in the opener, uh, even on the second watch of knowing what was happening, still felt special. So that's that switched basically the Claudio from my number two to my number three with the opener at my number two, um, and then probably the main uh, down at the at the number. I had that number four. four. Yeah. Uh, and then to round it out, I don't know. It, it, I, I didn't go back and watch enough of them. I really liked that tag. Yeah. I think that tag was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the four-way the four way got so hurt by that weird ending. But Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, this was this was a crazy cool fucking yeah, pay-per-view, man. I, I hope everybody bitching and pissing and moaning mm-hmm. was, you know, watch the show and right. fucking realize, hey, this may, like you yeah. said, maybe top to bottom one of the best wrestling pay-per-views. I... I in the last ten years, uh, I, I maybe can, ever, maybe uh, it might even be longer than that. Because um, usually you have a stinker or two, and if I'm going to be really critical, that you know, and it the, the women's match felt out of place, but I still think it was a good match. Yeah, um, yeah, I I don't I don't know uh, of a, a in ring pay per view as good start to finish than this one yeah. uh it ends before midnight the main card ends up being under four hours yeah. which I, I was one of them that said like it was too long the last time and they yeah. they pulled it back a little bit well and here's the thing i'll give tony Khan credit to mm-hmm. in the the post yeah. scrum after the last pay-per-view mm-hmm. a lot of people asked him why was this so long and he, yeah. you know nba finals all that bullshit mm-hmm. um and he said he goes if people thought it was too long he goes we'll take a look at it then. right and guess what? It wasn't. Right. Because it wasn't as long. And that's the thing. And You if, loaded up the pre-show. That's what the pre-show's for. Right. Load but if you're going to, if you're going to, there's nothing wrong with giving me a long pay-per-view. Not at all. If, if every match is a fucking banger like this. Yeah. It's, it's, but it, you're also not going to know if every match is a banger until the fucking matches happen. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough. But like this one didn't feel like a slog. There was nothing had me looking at my phone. I was engaged in no, the whole fucking thing. F- I barely picked up my yeah. phone all night. And like, like this fun. is this is a pay per view that is an all timer. Yeah. No matter company, no matter era, all timer from an in ring standpoint, Absolutely. pure like pro wrestling standpoint, all timer man. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, this was it was awesome. Absolutely fantastic. 
every we watched it. Everybody got caught on a bunch of falsies. Oh, everybody, I love in, that all of us were into it. Yeah, like into it the whole time. Yeah. Uh yeah, incredible show. Yeah, it was good to have show. another Japanese wrestling expert, Adam, in the house. It was great to have uh, him there. It's infinite knowledge <laughs> yeah. uh, to be there you know, with us. Joe, Chuck. Yeah. You know, then, like you said, even when Daz and Michelle like, yep. got into it a little bit, like, yeah, for sure. that was fun. So, yeah. what a fucking... I can't wait for Forbidden Tour 2. It's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. The president of New Japan said, he goes, that's eh, our 50th anniversary this year. Yeah. It would kind of make sense if we had something in Japan. Yeah, do an AEW show over yeah. there. Yeah, have like a split show again. Yep, makes fucking sense. Right, all the sense in the world. Absolutely. Both sides seem super happy. Yep, seems to be a major financial success. Right. Um. So, what could you not be? Or what right. could you be mad about? Absolutely. So super, super happy about yeah. this. So the thing that'll piss people off <laughs> if they do that is the time zone thing because it'll be a split AEW show that they couldn't do during the day. They'd have to do it in the middle of the night. Fuck it! Don't be a crybaby. They have to start mid, like what one midnight, yeah. one a.m. Yeah. You know, do a do a matinee in Japan to get it over here yeah. on at like ten or eleven. Yeah, just yeah, watch it the next day. Right, wake up and watch it. Right. Like it's not right. that hard. Right, exactly. don't go. Don't immediately go on Twitter. Right. Like just watch it, man. Right. Fuck. Right. Um. All right, dynamite. Yes. Uh. Remember, it was really funny when I said this was gonna be a short show. Yeah, you, you put the you put the jinx on it. Yeah, I talk a lot. <laughs> uh, Dynamite. Yes. Orange thankfully, Cassidy thankfully has the Jane. whole back half of this show is one match. Well, so yeah. Orange Cassidy gets Jane. Finally. Goddamn right, he does. Tony that Khan really mad about this mind. in yeah, the well, presser. Yeah, he was because he felt assholes were leaking it. Right. Out He's like, we got a hundred people backstage that knew about this. Why would you want to ruin a surprise? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And he's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. He's I, right. From, a, from a running the company standpoint, you want that to be yeah. a, to be. And again, it's it's also a thing that's like a payoff for a small amount of people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people know Orange Cassidy that his rightful entrance music is Jane. Yeah. Um. But I'm glad we got it here. Yeah. It's what it's supposed to sound like. Yep. Uh, it's a great entrance song. It works perfect for uh, him. It reminds me how much OC took his character from Paul Rudd that in Wet Hot American Summer. Yep. Uh, just hilarious. Yeah. So, so this leads into Orange Cassidy against All Ego Ethan Page. What a match! Number one, I'll say it again: the Detroit crowd last night yeah. on fire. Yeah, electric. Yes, incredible. killer crowd. Incredible. Absolutely. Um, homeboy Howard the Dave got to be there, and yep. I'm so jealous he was there. Yeah. Um, I love the best friends sweat sweatsuits, the rainbow yep. tie dye sweatsuits, and I'll say you're glad to have glad to have Chuck. Yeah. In mm-hmm. uh back a little speculation he wasn't gonna be there. Uh you know, he scrubbed his Twitter, he hasn't been around in a while, people don't, were wondering. Hey, listen, don't deal in rumor and innuendo, my oh, Right, man. I know. <laughs> um but uh yeah, so hopefully they're around. I imagine they get tie dye jumpsuits they're gonna be around for a bit. Who knows? I hope. Uh, I hope so because I like Chuck E. T. Yeah. and and it looks like you know Rocky's got other things, so to, you know sure, yeah, best man, friends hey, are back for Puggy's uh, Puggy's a little gone, so Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got a business over in New Japan. Right, right. Um, this was just like an. It felt like such an old school wrestling match, right? Which was perfect. Well, uh, it, it was it was an old school wrestling match, but also like OC bringing out some tricks he hasn't brought out in AEW sure, yet. We yeah. haven't seen the Orange Mist. No, I mean he hits the Orange Mist. Right. I lo- love, 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 love that he won with the body slam Absolutely. in Detroit. That makes me so happy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, hopefully he. Ethan Page doesn't die in three days. Right. Um, yeah, hopefully OC didn't pull all the muscles in his back. Yeah. If you know, um, you know. But that I I felt was like a perfect little troll job at people. Uh-huh. And somebody said it perfectly. They go, you, you, all these old 
talking head, you yeah. bitch about Orange Cassidy. He won a match with a body slam. Yep. Right. What's more old school than that? Right. Uh, goddamn Orange Cassidy fucking rules. This match was awesome. And Paige can fucking go. Oh, yeah. Paige is great. Hashtag um, give Ethan Page an action figure. And saw wears. somebody had a sign in the crowd last yep. night for it. Right. So, yeah. Joe, your message is spreading, my man. Yep. Um, can we talk about goddamn Christian Cage? Sure. What a motherfucker. Yeah. Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, in two weeks, he has already been like just absolutely killing it uh-huh. by just saying a few words. Not much. Yeah. Just saying, you know, yeah, your dad's dead. And then, yep. you know, yeah, what I really, I'm sorry that I said that about your dad. What I really meant was I hope your whole family died, mm-hmm. except for your mom. Sup? Uh, dude, the instant classics back. Christian's the man. It's interesting that he. Because you said, like, not saying much. It's interesting that Christian can come out and be this kind of a heel and say very little and make it all count, as opposed to other people who have come out on TV and spoken for 10 or 15 minutes and made very little count from a heel standpoint. Because you're you're watching a fucking pro. Somebody should be at home on their couch taking notes. Well, then you're watching a pro. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I like the little side-by-sides that people put on Twitter of, like, Edge and his big, long, rambling Mm -hmm. fucking promos. Christian... Couple things. Ah, Christian's better, right? Um, then then you get the new heel Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, uh, crushing Serpentico. Yeah, sure. So uh, the rumor Use as your heater. The I'm rumor is Jungle Boy's actually hurt. Yeah, uh, add it to the list. So you run this for as long as you can, and when Jungle Boy comes back, Luchasaurus turns. It's just he lost his best friend. He's he's just a dumb lizard. Uh so, you know, good luck to Christian Cage getting this big goof over he will. this boring son of a bitch. He absolutely yeah, will. He will. So, somebody yeah. I saw compared it to Christian Cage with Tomco. With Tomco, yeah. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Unless he says to Luchasaurus, hey, give me a beat. Luchasaurus responds back with a no. <laughs> that, 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 then yeah. we will compare. All right. Um, next up, we have the Ass Boys who are very yeah. angry well, with uh, Mr. Danhausen. We had the Wardlow score. Promo backstage looks like they're running towards that. Yeah, I guess it's gonna be next week on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, the they got title. They got to put that belt on Wardlow. Absolutely. Your window, your window's closing just because it's been so yeah. long since the MJF thing. Yeah, and they're, they're, I think they're letting Scorp rest up for a couple. Yeah, weeks, right. Which I, makes get sense. I get it. Street fight, you can mask a lot of that shit. Right, so. and you can absolutely cannot not put this belt on Wardlow. Have, have to put it on. Yep. Um, yeah, the Ass Boys. You had Max Caster mm-hmm. and the Ass Boys, who they're very upset with Danhausen because Danhausen ruined their moment at Forbidden Door, right? By playing the Ass Boys theme song. Yes. Uh, so they're pissed off. Everybody's mad. They yeah. said, "Danhausen, we want you and two partners of your choosing." Yeah. Which I thought was weird to be like, "Oh, we want you, Hook, and a partner of your choosing." Right. They've been doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Hook's just out doing his own thing though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, even like when the acclaim came out, they were like real pissed. It, yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dan Housen comes out, the whole place goes nuts for yeah. him, and he says, "Well, I have two friends, motherfucking FTR, right, dude? I thought the roof was gonna blow off the building when they came Mega out. Mega stars, man. Um, six man, it's okay. Yeah, you know, nothing to write home about. Right, the guns in the ring have a long way to go. I think their characters have been phenomenal. Yeah. They'll get better in the ring, but They're ring young. ring takes a while. Yeah, um." Dan Housen and FTR, man. Right. FTR Housen so, wins. I don't remember when I booked this. Yeah, I, it, I don't remember either. But I, I, I don't know if it was on the show or if I did it just to everybody on Sunday. But I 
absolutely said that uh, that Billy Gunn needs to kick his own dumb kids out of the gun club, do the gun club with him and the acclaimed, and then the ass boys need to go by the ass boys because they're not in the gun club anymore, and they hate that they have to go by the ass boys, but what other option do they have? And then they become mega over over too because everybody loves that fucking music. And that seems to be what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, Bowens, he gets up out of the wheelchair at the end, which means he's ready to go. Well, uh, almost ready to go. He's probably ready to go. He got a brace on still, so we'll see. I could throw a brace on. I'm ready to go, brother. That's true. Um hits accidentally hits Austin Gunn with yep. the crutch. Yep. Billy's like real pissed at the end, ends up shoving down his own kid. <laughs> right. Um and he side with the acclaimed. So yep. which you would think would have got like kind of a baby face yeah. pop, but it was more like a oh you're turning on your own kids now. Right. Huh? Well and it's I kind of weird. So and I think this works and I can I'll I'll plan it out even a little bit further, right? So he kicks his kids out because they're embarrassments. They have to go by the ass boys because they know nothing else, right? Yeah. They they can't use the gun club music, so they have to use, use the, the Dan Elsa music. music. Yeah. They're just forced into this. And then because they're forced into this, they become giant baby faces. The acclaimed are always meant to be heels anyway. Even though they get super oh, over, this helps push pops. them there. They have Billy, right? Billy and the acclaimed feud with the gun club. Gun Club loses, Gun Club loses, Gun Club, they're just, they're, they're embarrassed, whatever. Sure. You can mix Dan Housen into if you want to, whatever. Ass Boys just can't get one over. They can't get one over, they can't get one over. They finally do, and that's when they reunite with Billy, because Billy was trying to teach them that they need to be better. They need to overcome the odds, and he just knew that he couldn't, they couldn't do it with him there. They had to do it on their own to know that they're good enough to do it. Then his boys come back, they're a family reunion, and everybody's happy. If you say so. Yep. Um, so it's a super over segment already right now. Yeah. So. I just. Yeah. I, I, the acclaimed are ready to turn. I just. I really think so. Yeah. Uh, next thing I have here is the Jade Squash. Beats up somebody in like two minutes. Layla Gray. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Uh, she tries it, to help afterwards. I'm assuming they're gonna, yeah. they're trying to position her into the red velvet spot for the time being. I guess so, which is kind of weird. Yeah, they need somebody um, in that spot. Jade needs two heaters with her, so yeah, it's a good looking girl, so it makes sense. She's better than red velvet. Let's put sunny kiss there. Hey, well, you That's certainly all could. All I'm saying. That's true. Uh, sunny kiss could definitely go there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Athena runs out. Statwinder runs out, and then yeah, they just all end up getting beat down. And yeah. It was, you know, whatever, yeah. I guess. Uh, it just, again, the TBS title means more than your women's title, and that's unfortunate. Which is kind of scary. Yeah. Not not good. Yeah. Um, you're going to, you're going to, I just, I, I don't know what you, unify them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I don't know. We got too big of a star in Jade, and you've been backburnering the women's title for too long, and it seemingly yeah. only gets really over when on Brit, and that's a problem, because Brit needs to get better in the because ring, too. They haven't given it a chance for right. anybody else. Like, Riho was whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Nyla's whatever. Yeah. Brit's the only one that really had a chance. It was over when Sheeta had it. Sheeta had a good run. Oh, yeah. Sheeta had a good run. She's not on the yeah. team anymore. She's yeah. fucking gone, so. Well, she came back last night. I know that. She oh, yeah? She the tapings. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Oh, Yuka. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, the Young Bucks, they talk about the forbidden door <laughs> maybe being left open to crack, DJ. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Left open a crack for two it's, people. It's not, it's not open a crack. It's closed, <laughs> but fucking vermin like Yoshihashi crawl under doors so it doesn't fucking matter. 
It's like so it's like say, when oh, it's, you have all the doors and windows in your house locked, but there's still a fucking fly flying around. <laughs> That's Yoshihashi. We get for Rampage the Young Bucks versus Goto and Yoshihashi. For real, this uh, honestly, <laughs> you know why this happened, right? For real. Their flights got canceled. Oh, they couldn't get well, out of good, town. Good. Because, like, flights have been getting canceled. I swear to God, this is why. <laughs> I, I have no confirmation, but, it, but flights get canceled all over the place. Well, yeah. And they couldn't, get, they couldn't get where they needed to go. Like, they're connecting flight to L.A. or whatever to get back to Japan. So, they're like, well, fuck it. We'll stay here, I guess. <laughs> Fucking torture DJ. <laughs> Are you excited to watch it on yeah, Friday night? I, I am, because I like Godo so much. I really do. Godo's yeah. my dude. Uh, but yeah, no, fuck that. I mean, just, Jesus Christ. If I like one dude out of the four of the match. Really, that sucks. You like 25% uh, of that match. I, that hurts. She fucking stinks. And put him up against the Young Bucks. At least it's not Chase Owens and Bad Luck Folly versus oh. the Young Bucks. That's the real worst tag oh. team in professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, they announced for Rampage, the Royal Rampage. Yes. Which pair is going to be 20 people in two mm. rings. Right. So we'll be. That's cool. Ten in a ring. That. I like it. Yeah. Are they doing? Is it like ten and ten, and the last two have a match? Don't know. Or is it like they should? They should have done like the. If they all start in the one ring. They throw the guy to the next ring, and then they do the battle roll out of that last ring. Once all twenty competitors are in the second ring. That's like, that sounds like some Russo shit. Yeah. Maybe they should all start on the outside they, and no, fight their way in, no. and then throw each other. That, that's an actual out. thing. I think WWE actually did that though with the two rings. No, where, they did the three rings. It was World War Three. Is that Remember? what it, where you, was that what it was? Where you had to throw from one ring to the next? No, you'd have to throw from. Oh, one. It just okay. was like a sixty-man battle royal. The Joe or like Dewicki or somebody is absolutely yelling. There is a there is a rumble that there was might two be. rings. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Somebody somebody will know. Maybe, but they uh, was they, it battle ball? Everybody started in the one ring, and you would throw everybody into the second ring, and then uh, out of that ring to win. That that sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, somebody knows Joe in Joe's yeah. email. He'll fucking say it because he knows what it is. Uh, main event. Yes, blood and guts. Blood and fucking guts. Yep. Jericho Appreciation Society, Blackpool Combat Club. Yep. It went like an hour. It was fucking amazing. Give an I hour love on this TV. shit. Yep. Um, people bleed. It's violent. People bleed. That's all you're gonna say. Well, people bleed. I wasn't done. I said people bleed. It's violent. People get legit hurt. I think. I think Big Ange just got bled out. They yeah. him upside down. That was quite the image uh, yeah. going to commercial. Insane. Uh, Garcia bleeds. Ange bleeds. Big Magic bleeds. Yep. And again, day ending in Y, so you know Moxley bleeds. Right. He was the only one on the team that bled. I don't think Ortiz did. Claudio didn't. Yuta didn't. Ortiz was hard because he had like Eddie half a didn't. red face paint. Yeah. Eddie didn't. Yeah. Uh, poor Claudio's too handsome to bleed. Shout out to my boy Santana. Yeah, feel awful for him. Did they say what it is yet? Uh, no, but you probably probably an probably an ACL. So, like, did you see the like somebody? Oh, I saw what happened. It. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, somebody I, clipped yeah. it, and like he almost got like like the turf monster. Like his foot got stuck. Like it's rolled, like his foot rolled got stuck in the, the pad, yeah. and then it just went down. You know, that's uh, what happened when years ago on Raw was Jericho versus Adrian Neville. Yeah, when Neville went the baseball slide between yep. Jericho's legs, his ankle just got caught. So it's Jericho's fault. What are you telling me? <laughs> no, it certainly was because that's when Jericho wanted to beat the fuck out of Charles Robinson. Yeah, because he's yelling, he's fucking hurt. At right. Him. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. I remember yeah, watching. It was. That I live. remember that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Jericho's in both those matches. It could be Jericho's fault. It could be. Yeah. Um, he's a wizard. <laughs> oh god damn it! 
Um, yeah, I mean, I felt awful. They when did that a really happened. good job, sort of not focusing on it and just letting the match happen. Yeah, uh, he tried to get up and like hit somebody at one point. He did. He got up and hit somebody. Yeah, but and then they eventually got him out of the out of the cage yeah, and walked him to the back. That sucks, man. Terrible. Uh, those him. are two guys that like. You know the Eddie stuff. They're 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 a component of it, but they always seem to be like the back burner. Yeah, they should. I uh, we've said it forever. They should have had the titles. Yeah, they're a good fucking tag team. They should have won those belts. And this is three years. And ago. this, you know, and it does sort of seem like maybe after this, they're trying to position them in the singles, which stinks. But they did they did a lot of line share lifting during the pandemic. Them yeah. them best friends in that street fight is still the best pandemic match probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, I and. Yeah, that stinks, man, because I like them and Santana. I love Santana. Santana won, I love a, both won an indie like, title, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Santana's gotten beefed up. Yeah. Got even more handsome. That was hairs long. Yeah. Beating up people. Yeah. Um. So I feel Sucks. bad for that. Um. Obviously, at the spot, Eddie tossing Sammy off the top of the cage yeah. to the table. Yeah. You know, crazy visual. My favorite spot is when Eddie finally gets in the ring because he's the last one. Yeah. And everybody comes running at him, and he's just one one Singapore cane shot through to the next one on his way to. So he said he's like Darth Vader, yeah, Rogue One <laughs> on his way to hunting Jericho. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because like yeah, we watch the TV feed, so you miss shit on the fight feed. Yeah, like when Moxie busted out the glass mm-hmm. and Pyle drove Big Angel in the glass, then yep. gouged him with it. Yeah, we got skewers. Yeah, tables, chairs. <laughs> you fucking dork. Oh boy. Um. Yeah, man, I love this shit. Right, I this is my type of match. Remember, remember when when WWE called the sponsors and was like, "The pizza cutter is too violent for uh, television." Fuck you. Yeah, skewers, uh, baby. It was nuts. Thumbtack bumps, everything. Tons of fucking blood. 2.0, 3.0, whatever they're called. Uh, Daddy Magic and Big Ange bled like madmen. Uh, yeah. gross. Lots of great stuff. Just complete and total chaos. Yeah. This isn't supposed to be a wrestling match. This is supposed to be it's a fight. A beaten dude. Yuta looked right. awesome too. These, he he was beating the shit out of Jericho again. These match. This kind of match is supposed to be like the wrestling equivalent to the scene in a Bronx Tale when uh when he when uh what's his name. Uh, locks the door and he's like, "Now you can't now leave." Now you can't leave. <laughs> That's one of my favorite yeah. scenes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chaz Palminteri. Yep. When, he's, when he asks the bikers <laughs> to leave and they're like, "Whatever," and he locks the door. Yep. Now you can't leave. That's what these matches are supposed to be. It's supposed to be the wrestling equivalent of that scene. Yeah. If you haven't seen a Bronx Tale, oh, run, watch man. a Bronx Tale. That scene is. Uh, it's amazing. Yep. It's such a great moment. <laughs> but that's what this is supposed to be, and that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, J- the JAS looking like buffoons. Sports uh, entertainers, man. Fucking Daniel Garcia takes another subtle jab at fucking McMahon with the do rag. Dude, I love him. Daniel Garcia is a motherfucker. Yes. I love that guy. He's uh, great. This is great. Of course, everyone's He's a real one. Everyone's talking about the giant swing on top of the cage. Crazy, Crazy man. Crazy for Claudio to do it. Crazy right. for Jericho to trust him to <laughs> right. do that. Right. Is that's that's a that's, <laughs> that's a dangerous. that's a slip in the momentum in the wrong direction, and that's yeah. it. That's that's bye bye. Uh, and a lot of people complaining about the there being crash pads on the Sammy spot. Come Guys, on. what do you want? Right. What the fuck do you, you want? want? You you want to relive Mick Foley again? Like, is Listen, that what you they, really want? They, well, at least they shot it 
okay right. this time. Right. It wasn't as obvious as the Jericho one. Right, you know? exactly. I, I, you know, I get it. There's there's one throw-off-the-cage moment that's going to be iconic as fuck forever. But yeah. Mick Foley legit almost died. Yeah. Like, Terry Funk had to go stall in that match because they weren't yeah. sure Mick was going to be okay. Yep. We don't want that again. No. It's it, it, As much as it's sp- sports entertainment versus pro wrestling, it's still an aspect of sports entertainment, and you want people to be okay. You know, it's a goddamn human being. Like, <laughs> Eddie's smile afterwards is fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk the finish here because I got I want to expand even though we're going way long. Yeah, I mean, uh, so you know, Eddie has Jericho in the stretch plum. Yeah. Claudio puts Daddy Magic on the sharpshooter. Right. Both on top of the cage. Jericho taps out. Eddie's right. upset. No. Or, uh, uh, Daddy, Daddy Magic, Magic taps, taps out. out. Eddie's upset. He yeah. wanted his moment. Right. He wanted he wanted yeah. his his final revenge over Jericho. Sure, blah blah blah. We know that Kingston and and, and Claudio have a lot of history going way Eddie, back. Eddie hates Eddie him. hates him. He goes, "There's the proof is out there. You can find it like crazy." Uh, so I, it's it's a great finish. But what I want to talk about really quick, I'm not going to tell you everything we said because that's between two men in a comic shop and the bug that was in the comic and shop. the and the bug that was in the comic shop. But I saw the Godfather soon to be named network. Uh, my friend, your friend, everyone's friend, Joe Sposto, at the comic shop Wednesday before Dynamite, and we like to talk wrestling. Sure. Uh, and I had brought up a few things. We talked. We talked about some topics, and I said, knowing that this is sort of the end of Eddie and Jericho, right? There's nowhere else for it to go. Eddie gets his win. This is done. Everybody can move on to something else, right? I said. To Joe, I, I I don't remember exactly the question, but I said something along the lines of like, how do you make this Eddie versus Claudio, which is clearly where they want to go. All the history is there. Sure. You know, it was going to be Eddie versus Brian, but Eddie Claudio is even a better fit, oh, honestly. Yeah. How do you do that without making one of them a heel, right? Because, and I said to him, because Eddie's not getting booed. No. Right? And Claudio's not getting booed. You could, but Claudio is in the group with a bunch of guys who are... Moxley's never getting fucking booed. Brian's not getting booed. Nobody's booing fucking Regal. No, so if you have Claudio being a heel in this group, it, it, it throws off the dynamic too much. So what do you do? And we talked about we uh, what you do as a wrestler, how you... How what in this sort of environment that AEW fosters, what what you have to have planned and how many backups you have to have and sure. where you want this to go because Eddie and Mox and Claudio are kind of guys that Tony Khan can trust to do their own thing and he doesn't have to chaperone them so much, right? Yeah. So we're talking about that and he's like, the history's already there, right? So it, just some of the things he says to me is, well, you know what you do, you run a video package. Where people in the locker room who know Eddie say that Eddie's a really good guy. And you have people on the other side say, well, Claudio's a really good guy and Eddie's just overreacting. What do they do at the beginning of this fucking yeah, show? Ruby. <laughs> right. Oh, God, we didn't even talk about Ru- the Ruby, Ru- Tay Conti, uh, right. Adam Van Hart attack spot. Right. Well, check out that at odds. That'll be <laughs> 20 minutes of segment covered there. So... Frame by frame breakdown. Right. So, so he calls that right. That that's what they started to do. And we're saying do that more. Sort of build that thing. That way, nobody's really the heel. You can just pick your side who yeah. you think is right, and it's whatever. You sure. know, it's a grudge. It's not necessarily a good guy versus a bad guy. 
And then we're talking about it, and we're sort of go weaving back and forth. What do you do down the line? Who ultimately gets the win? Do you involve any titles? So on and so forth. Again, that's a conversation between two men in a comic shop. I'm not letting that out here. But the thing that that the the conversation I'm going to talk about is that Joe nails the finish to Blood and Guts. Three hours before it happens, four hours before it happens, um, he says to me basically. The way he would do it is that Eddie has Jericho and whatever, and Claudio comes and finishes the match under Eddie's nose, and Eddie gets upset about it. And Eddie still gets his revenge on Jericho. It doesn't lessen sure. what Eddie got on Jericho, um, but it, it gets Eddie his completion on the Jericho feud and moves him onto this Claudio thing. Uh, and I think he may have said had it where Claudio steals the pin on Jericho, not the not where, where they did here. Uh, but he nails it. And, like, we just talked about it. I'm like, wow, that's really good. I, I hope they thought of that. When we were talking about like, how good that is and, like, where yeah. you go, where you take it, how you get it there, and how this program becomes, you know, one month, two month, three month, six month, you know. Uh, and, like, I completely flabbergasted. And I hope Joe talks about it on at odds. I'll listen, uh, you know, go listen over there. But, like. He nails this thing. It's insane. So much so that when it happens, we both texted each other at the same time. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, how? Yeah. Dead on. Yeah. Dead on nailed it. So if they execute half of what Joe and I talked about in the show with this Eddie Claudio feud, which hopefully is where they're going, uh, it's going to be fucking lights out awesome. So, yeah, and you could even have Jericho taunt Eddie. Right. Be like, you didn't get your revenge mm-hmm. on me. Right. You know, that's all you have to do. Right. Your boy Quadio stole it from you. Yep. Just oh, and he said, that fire. He said, you know what? He said, there's there's, uh, there's Ring of Honor footage of them not liking each other. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said, you could probably slip 20 bucks to a guy who who has the has some more Claudio versus Eddie Kingston footage sure. and let him use it in a clip show. Build it up that way. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's you can find it. Go to go to Jerry's Wrestling Internet Emporium. Oh, yeah. It's out there. It's out there. Uh, yeah. But it'll work. It's a good, it's a good fucking place to go, uh, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. So uh, and it's nice too because you can kind of insulate it. You don't have to involve too many other people to get it done. So no. yeah, yeah. AEW hell of a week, hell of a week. Two events that yeah. really fucking blew my mind. Yeah, both Blood nights. and Guts was awesome. Exactly what it needed to be. Uh man. Yeah, good for them. God damn it! I feel like just like when you think shit's slipping a bit, mm-hmm. nah, right. They they just give you one of the best pay per views ever. Right, Blood and Guts is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yep, like guys. And now and there's a pain. lot of people that weren't on uh, Forbidden Door that weren't on Blood and Guts because Blood and Guts was half the show. Yeah. So this coming week Rampage into next week's Dynamite is gonna be really interesting because there's a lot of people that are entering new shit or need to continue their shit and we haven't seen them in a bit so let's see yeah. where let's see where all that shit goes i'm excited a lot of moving forward. pieces yeah lots of new stuff for new people we'll see yeah um so stuff for us because we got two weeks to kill before the g1 starts Yay. are you super pumped about that Ugh. sir mm-hmm. as you as you yawn yeah um sleepy boy well Late. i mean that is true uh so next week we're like you know what we got two weeks to fill yeah Let's not overhaul with the Japanese wrestling because once G1 starts, it's all I'm going to be watching. Yes. Other than AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, fuck it. Let's do Best best Heart Foundation. Yes. The Anvil and the Hitman as a right. tag team. Yes. You know. So third, well, 
all right, one of the matches we have from April 28th, 1987, Saturday Night's main event, the Hart Foundation versus the British Bulldogs. Next match we have from August 27, 1990, SummerSlam. Mm. The Hart Foundation versus Demolition. And it's Demolition Crush and Smash. Mm. Axe is already out of there. Mm. Um, Makes sense. And then the top match we're going to watch from November 25, 1989, WWF on Madison Square Garden Network. The Hart Foundation versus The Rockers. Mm. So... A little old school WWF. I love the Heart Foundation. You love the Heart Foundation. Who doesn't? It's going up against three classic tag teams. So uh, I think it'll be a fun little watch ski. Yeah, I think so too. Um, um, yeah, it's just sort of like a, we're going to meet Brett in a little bit. And uh, yeah, you know, we won't really, we'll be in the heat of the G1. Yeah, we'll be in the closing stretch of the G1 when we're going to meet him. So. Right. So, uh, yeah, so let's, we'll, we'll get that out of the way. Yeah. And there's some great matches. Good tag team stuff. A little more accessible. Uh, we'll put out links, but most of it's on the network. Yeah. Uh, two and, or three uh, are on two, the two or three are on the network. We'll get you the other one, too. Uh, and, you know, who doesn't like some good tag team wrestling? Well, uh, and maybe we can do, like, a, if, if you're watching along at home, do, like, a, do like an FTR is going to steal this count. Oh, Jesus. Hey, I've seen that in that match before. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, yeah. before we just close it out of here, oh, Jesus uh, what'd you buy this week? Anything? Uh, yeah, well, I got my, uh, my Tenahashi man. you damn right. That came did. in. I bought that. Uh, that was Your after last week. My Super 7, Lucy. Uh, guy threw in some freebies, so that's cool. If anybody wants a Jake Hager, let me know. Um, <laughs> the fucking hoodie. The hoodie's really cool. Like, I like that as an accessory. It's stained. He's all stained. Oh, that sucks. Bullshit. Uh, Got they're coming to me now. I got Santana Ortiz, the the second ones of them, the better ones. Better ones, yep. Uh, Lucy, really good deal on those. Uh, I uh, and I pre-ordered the Hulk Hogan Elite ninety six because uh, Wrestling Figure Network has seemingly confirmed that is the nineteen eighty eight War Bonnet Hogan, and he will will have the War Bonnet and the. License plate necklace. No word on the gas tank. The motorcycle gas tank. God, if there's if somebody's listening, please give me a gas tank with it too. Um, but I could not order that. I don't have a Hogan. I don't have a red and yellow Hogan figure. And I was kind of like, eh, the Ultimate's really cool, but eh, I don't know. I got the the Hollywood, and that's a great looking figure. Uh, and like Hogan's not my dude. But like the war bonnet, I can't, I can't not, can't pass that up, man. So, uh, yeah, that's is that that's it, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I got two things. Um, okay. I bought from Foreign Objects the Shinsuke Nakamura Purikaku mm. figure. Okay, uh, it matches up with the Okada one. There were only nice. two figures released in that series. Yeah, I'm. Keeping them both on card for some fucking reason. Not an on card guy, but for these, I, I like yeah. them on card. Are they? They're not like ceramic or anything like that. Dory Funk Junior. one is. They is might it? be. Okay. Yeah, I think Weird. they might be. Okay. Um, but got a good deal on it. Yeah. So. Good. Uh, and then for the major group, somebody was selling some New Japan stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I same bought, guy that I bought my Tana. Same off. guy. You're right. And that Kevin Ford bought figures off of yes. too. Um, bought the 16 D lot. What those 16 D lot figures are. 
They're kind of like cartoony Funko yeah. Pops, sort of. Right. They're kind of like the or Safubis or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's the same material, yeah. I guess. But like kind of mm. big head, smaller yeah. body, Funko style a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so I got the Kazuchika Okada, yeah. Tetsuya Naito, and Minoru Suzuki. There's uh, one of the things Entertainment Earth has them. There's a Jumbo Shiru one coming out. There's a ton That's of them. Really I cool. have two great Moodle ones. And there's a, a, a Baba. You can get Baba in the Phoenix robe. Yeah. Or Baba oh, in the Swan robe. There's a ton. They're expensive. And like, I have a Baba figure. But like, those are pretty cool to get yeah. a Baba figure in. So I might. There is the, the cool Baba Chara Pro with a robe, though. Yeah, it's sure. awesome. Yeah. Right. But like, but, to have a giant Baba that looks different sort of. Yeah. That cartoon everything kind of makes sense. Because like, Baba is such a figure. Yeah. Yeah, but, though. Um. Great fucking deal I got. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, for sure. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Not god damn it! I thanks to uh, IKEA for raising Detolf up to a hundred bucks a pop. Right. Eesh. Um. That's it though. That's all I got. All right. Uh. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh. I will try my hardest to not say it's going to be a short one ever again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you fucking made that bet as soon I, as you said I it, know. you knew that. I talk a lot. Um, I was excited about wrestling this week. I'm always excited um, about it. <laughs> check us out at WeNewWrestling.com, at WeNewWrestling on Twitter, on Instagram. You, you just articulate your points better than I do. Right. We. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I'm just, oh, I'm just a bigger loudmouth. It's I just, true. I just, it's damn true. I just bully you on the microphone here. Um, you don't bully me on anything. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're part of Soon to Be Named Network at STBN Network on Twitter, Soon to Be Named Network.com, Soon to Be Named tons of other shows, At Odds with Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, uh, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, Puzzle Warriors 3, Profane Argument, our other show, Wings on Wings. Uh, those episodes drop Tuesday. Uh, there, I don't know what I was going to say about that, but it's there. Um, and, uh, again, is that it? Is that all of them? I, yeah, the way Michelle does the plugs on Wings on Wings has thrown me off. Did you say hit my music? Oh, I didn't say say hit my music. Bummer, what a a dummy I am. Well, I know that he's playing with the format right now. Right. Uh, but they're all good shows. Check that out. If anybody from the Soon to Be Named Network is on another show, uh, lots of guest stars floating around. DeWiki's on Final Wrestling Place. Adam's on Final Wrestling Place. Um, but, uh, check all that out. Check out, uh, we don't plug them that often a show, but friend of the show, Jenna is friend in the, of, friend of my life is, uh, yeah, it's not her f- actual friend, <laughs> not just friend of the show, but friend of a friend, uh, friend, not even friend of friend, no, actual friend. friend. Uh, <laughs> I've known Jenna longer than I've known most people. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, they're in the tournament. I think it's the finals. So, and it's the final finals they're ever going to do. This is the last time the A show is doing a finals tournament. So, check that out. Vote for Jenna. Um, and I, I mean, I guess that's it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't anybody fucking spoil Stranger Things for us. Yeah. Because we're watching it early. We are. And I might even just shut my phone off while Ooh. we watch it. Because I don't want to be bothered. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that it. That's it. That's it. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace up. A-Town down.
Oh, I forgot to talk about how Michelle heard Scissor Me Daddy ass for the first time. Talk about it real quick. Yeah, she just heard it for the first time and had to like double take. It was oh, crazy. Good. That is a fun story. It was nuts. She God, had no idea what it meant. God bless Michelle. She was like, did she say that? She was that's not what scissoring means. And I was like, well, that kind of. Good shit. Yeah. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Knock it off, nerds!